Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another edition of the NXT post-show after-party thingy that I do uh, with Kate. It's me. It's me. It's it's ASG. It's the it's the Alex Sarograps guy, Ospolowski, and it's also uh, Miss Kate Fabe. Kate Elizabeth, how how are you doing? Was there any was I mean, I know it was a jam-packed episode of 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 uh of NXT, you know, with Vengeance Day and whatnot. Uh, uh titles being defended, new challengers rising up from the ashes. But I can't shake the feeling that there must have been something else today that I'm forgetting about. Ooh, you are right, sir. Sean's interview with Gabriel Kidd is great, it and you was, should check it, it out. It was a very nice interview. It was a it? wonderful interview with the game. I like the Gabriel Kidd. Not so much a kid. No, I think he proved that he's against. A, he's a full-grown man. Proved it against the Eddie Kingston. That is the other newsworthy thing that happened outside of NXT. There's absolutely nothing else. Nothing else that I nope. I can think of. Anything on your mind? The Josh Alexander, maybe. Oh yeah, like Josh Alexander. He, he's with uh, the visa. He, the visa. I know. Listen, one time my Mastercard expired, and that was a whole thing I had to oh go through. Oh my god, you got. I'm down at the JC Penny, and my Mastercard is expired, and they won't let me buy this smart pantsuit I found. It was the last one in my size. Oh I was god. like, I am not leaving here without this pantsuit. That's but, the smartest of pantsuits. It was a brilliant plant suit. It went, it, it, it went to university, don't you know? Did it go to the Chase University? No, it, it, it went to Harvard. Chase University, what do you think it's going to do? It, it's, it's safety school? No, it got into its first, first choice, Harvard. Harvard Law. It's making its mother very proud, that pant suit. I'm sure it is. Guys, with the Linda and the Sheila, we're asking you to leave the thumbs up. Please. The thumbs up. It helps us, you know, with with the algorithms. It does. With the, <laughs> the, the algorithms are, are very much helped. Also, subscribe to Fightful Select like 5,000 other people have. You can get so much great content behind the paywall. Sean has more details about the, obviously, the Cody knows. Knows? The Cody knows. The Cody knows. <laughs> the Cody Rhodes news that... Blew our minds today. Um, there's some more details on Fightful Select about that, as well as a ton of other breaking news podcasts like Sour Grabs, the non-NXT version uh-huh. that this guy does, and The Weekender with Steven Jensen. Uh-huh. So much going on there. All of the latest and greatest breaking news. Sean's got you covered. Yeah. Uh, so subscribe there. Leave a thumbs up. But Oh my, Alex. What a wrestling day. What a wrestling day. What a what a what a wrestling doodah day. Um like it's it's too early for me. Like it was it was prior to 9 a.m. this morning that I was like, Cody Rhodes is gone. He left. He's he's probably gonna be in like it's too early. I haven't had my breakfast yet. Come on, people. What are we he, doing? Put putting putting that in my lap for the rest of the day. He like founded a company and then was like, deuces. Uh, what what uh we'll talk we'll talk about that um a, a, a bit a bit later um we, also, we can get yes, in your humper chats and yes. super chats for um for for anything that you want to talk about but especially yep. if anybody has any specific impressions of 205 live eulogies that you want to see also there's another thing 
205 Live is officially dead. Another thing today, just on top of all the other things. Pour one out, go back and watch Mustafa Ali and uh, Bud Matthews, which was like the greatest match in the history of that little shindig. Uh -uh. Yeah. Uh, um, And just a phenomenal wrestling match in general. Because I don't know if you know this, Alex. Yeah. Mustafa Ali has a great deal of value. He does. He's got so much value. They won't let him go. They they won't let him go. But they you also are, won't you use are, him. You, this is you know what this is. This is um uh when when you when you put on hold for like three hours, and every <laughs> five minutes the Muzak stops and they go, "Your call is very important to us. Please stay on the line." And the next available <laughs> representative will speak with you shortly. And they do that for you for, for three hours, or in his case, two, two and a half years. Oh boy. So please, super chats, humper chats. We'll be talking to you, uh, reading your stuff, talking about it all night. It is yesterday was Valentine's Day, and tonight is Galentine's Day. And Kate brought props. Show it off, Kate. I mean, I did famously say it was arts and crafts night. Yeah. So if there's something we didn't like, nah, nah, nah. there's a nah sign. But if, oh, sorry, my CM Punk action figure just tried to jump. <laughs> This is him. It's the Nexus version. My parents yeah. both—they got that for me many days ago. But if there's anything that we like, the heart, the heart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you guys super chat a na or a mm-hmm. heart, they should they should trip a Linda and Sheila mode because this is supposed yeah. to be Valentine's Day. It so is. It's it's Valentine's Day. If you it's, want it's... us to go off about something we don't like, just super chat na. And if there's <laughs> something that we love, and you want us to talk about how much we love it, yeah. So just super chat. All you have to super chat or humper chat is the yeah. heart emoji. Yes. I got to make back the 75 cents I spent on this poster board. I'm probably like another 20 cents on that Sharpie. So super chat away, fellas and ladies. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, taped before this episode of NXT, which was Vengeance Day, we got the new show in place of 205 Live. 205 Live Hell. is now officially... Is, is now is now officially um, two hundred five dead. Now officially two hundred five dead. People have been making that joke for like four years. It is officially now two hundred five dead. Um, two hundred five, but uh, in the ground. Yeah. So they replaced it with a new show, which is basically what two hundred five live has been since they fired all the cruiserweights during the 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 great culling of 2020 and 2021 it's basically been now for several months developmental for the developmental brand where they have people who aren't quite ready yet or or aren't really involved in things they'll have people have matches over there on 205 live and now they're going to have matches on something called level up but kate yes i don't know if you saw the the logo for level up i sure did but for some reason they decided to they decided to remove the e's from the word level so it's just l v l and then the up sign and then u p so it looks like level up level level up i will never ever ever refer to it as level up from now on this is the last time i'm doing it from now on it's going to be level up all you gotta do is buy a vowel. You made a billion dollars last year. 
buy one vowel. You buy it once, you get two for the price of one. Buy a vowel. I have a theory about this, though. You want to hear my theory? Yeah. I think you're going to love it. My theory is... <laughs> I'm never going to get tired of that. I'll tell you that much. My theory is because people always call it like the Fed and the E and because yeah. they can never have any fun, they took all the E's away. So there's no E's in the word level yeah. and there's not even any E in the word NXT. They were like, nope. no, you call us the E, we're nope. taking the E's away. Nope. But the which thing, is appropriate the because it is, it's is not that, entertaining. Is that we see, we see NXT, right? We don't right. say next. We say NXT. NXT. Oh, oh, is it, is it actually LVL? LVL really doesn't sound very great. It sounds like a grade of motor oil. Like I've got to put the LVL in my in my Honda, otherwise it starts it's to grind we're after testing a few thousand miles. For. <laughs> we checked the pH. We checked checked the L yeah. the LVL. Yeah. Um. <sighs> so anyway, level up every Tuesday, every every, every Friday at ten nine central. Level up. God, I hope Nikita Lyons does the theme for it. <laughs> uh, Actually, I'm like, nah, don't nah. do the theme for it. Nah. 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 Um, I'll tell you what's nah. The night the, the, the show started with um uh a, a group text uh that is that was recorded with, with Mandy poolside in a bikini. Gigi Dolan splayed out all over her bed in lingerie. And I didn't remember what the hell JC Jane was doing because I was just like, why am I watching a group text in live time? And why are they saying such mean things about my friend Tony D'Angelo? Like he's got all kinds of money. Isn't that what these girls are all into? Well, also, you know, God forbid he oversee one of those texts. God forbid one of those ladies leaks to get on his good side. They're going to have some problems on their hands. Yeah. Uh, I was just relieved to see Mandy got back in the pool after like a two-week absence. I know yeah. it's her her other her other passion. She is... was getting dried out like a fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very important to like rotate your time in and poolside. Yep. It's just she, she goes two places in this world. The pool and the performance center. Yeah. So I just like, I'm a little I, concerned. I, like... I hope she gets more hobbies. I don't know if she eats ever. Um, it, it's just a little concerning. I'm, I'm worried the, the rose is not going to be thorny, but it's going to be waterlogged. Every rose oh. has its thorn. Just. <laughs> I pops. Or, or tonight. Every rose has its return to oh. WWE. Oh. Um, we're assuming. We're, we're assuming. assuming. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so here we got some super chats, helper chats in here. Andrew 7186 says Quinn McKay is the level up ring announcer. Which is very cool. Hire Veda Scott for the love of God. Somebody hire Veda Scott to do commentary. But Quinn is, Quinn's unbelievable. Quinn's great. I'm pretty good in the ring, by the way. Yeah, but now she's a ring announcer. So. Well, she, she did a lot of like interview and backstage and ring announcing type work. Sure, but in, like, in here's, here's, a fun, here's, a fu- here's a fun fact that, that people seem to, uh, at least two people seem to be unaware of this fact whenever I bring it up. 
they wanted Thunder Rosa to be a ref. Like, these people have no... Like, Quinn McKay, pretty good in the ring. How, how's your chops ring announcing? Because, like... But in ROH, I will say, she was more of... She was more a backstage personality. And sure. doing more of that work. And who knows that level up if you're going to be able to... They would love a stupid-ass angle where a ring announcer would get in a fight with someone. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, also, Mark Mark Losper sends in uh, uh, Humber Chat saying, Big wrestling news aside, we really need to hear Linda and Sheila's eulogy for the recently deceased 205 Live due to be replaced by a new show. Level up. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well... Listen, I haven't I haven't watched the two hundred five live in years. Uh, you were so- on husband number six the last time you watched two hundred five. Oh God, no! Husband number six was I think I think it was Hogan versus Piper on number six. <laughs> that was a long time ago. No, I I have not I, there. No, there were no husbands during that time. There were a few boyfriends, but but no, I did not. I did not. I have not watched it in, in years. But I I do remember the the, the halcyon days. Of 2018 with all those amazing matches, Mustafa Ali and and Hideo Itami back when he went before he went back to Japan, he was doing some good work there. And I Akira Tozawa before he became a ninja and started chasing people around for a for a belt that looks like a watermelon. I mean, I'm, I'm I I remember the good old days of Akira Tozawa back when he was an, allowed to be an actual wrestler and not just a comedy character. That's all I'm saying about that, but. But I I will miss the 205 live. I, I think officially it died today, but it was put on life support when they had a 405-pound gentleman work it in Odyssey Jones. At, at that point, it's no longer 205 live. I think that's fair to say. You know what I never understood? Why they never did anything like a fun giveaway in a Section 205 when they were taping it. Like I've been to the live tapings of the WWE mm. and when they do, they do your three hour raw, yeah. which is egregious. And then they do your 205 live and your SmackDown in the same smattering. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand why they didn't do like a fan giveaway for section 205 ever. It they, seemed like an obvious thing. But there, there are a lot of things they, they don't do. That, that seem are, obvious, and that one is the one of the least egregious one of the things. But of course, that is a fair point. Um, so, Shocky Twenty Nine says so. Two hundred five live is being replaced by WWE's answer to Nickelodeon Gas. Oh yeah, the Gas Network. Yeah, uh, might, might as well be call it Nick NXT Guts, or how about NXT Double Dare? Now that'd be good. If you lo- if you lost and you got slimed. That'd just work right into the for the demo that they're trying to get, which are which of course is the grandchildren of the demo they actually get. I think the giant nose would be a great match stipulation. I don't know how you work it in. I think that could be fun. I think someone should have to assemble well, a, the, a, the... A, a crowbar up a giant nose match. Perfect. You got to reach up there, pull the crowbar out. Perfect. Yeah. Someone gets slimed. You have to assemble the little monkey like that was on Legends of the Hidden Temple. You have yes, to do the yes. steps but of knowledge. Another wrinkle. When you pull the crowbar out, it's covered in slime. So it's really slippery. So there are people like swinging it around and it flies out of their hands into the crowd. Wouldn't that be good? That would be great. Be great. Live. Um, the, 
you gotta liven it up or living it up if you if you move out dick out the vowels i love that idea uh the n and the h it would never stop doing that if the if the wwe didn't license ciara's song level up for their stupid show that level i just up. heard about I, I don't think they did um, no of course not tony khan licensed it just so they couldn't <laughs> brendan tungate says uh hey Hi. everyone who wins af after level level up must level. have the final fantasy victory theme play after their matches level up i don't know it well, I, I, I'm sure I don't, but but it's it's the it's a little trill that plays after you have to level up. Get it? Oh, I get after it. you level up. Um, my JW Pringle. Most, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, the most video games that I played used to be at my grandparents' house, and they had Super Mario and Duck Hunt. Other than that, it was just computer games, so that like doesn't even register. And my uncles would cheat at Duck Hunt. There were cheats. You could hold the piece of paper in front. It's true. Cheating, cheating ass cheating. uncles. <laughs> My uncle was Eddie Guerrero, by the way. <laughs> 18 years ago, today. That's it. Yeah. 18 years, ago, 18 years ago, he countered an F5 with a DDT. He taught everybody the secret weapon to how to counter the F5. To this day, nobody else has nobody. done it. Come on, people. It's right there for you. It's every, every year they show the, the clip. Just do that. That's oh. it. And now um, every Hispanic wrestler gets compared to him, whether yes, they're it's A, that good, or it's B, because of all the frog splashes. If they would just stop doing frog splashes and you know the three suplexes in a row, the Trace Amigos, then then they would you know not not to be confused with the Migos, which of right, course is how this whole this thing started. <laughs> um, I just realized we have five thousand subscribers on Fightful Select, which means. There might be new people watching, and they are clueless, clueless. as to what is going on. And and they will remain so. This yeah. I am Linda, and she is Sheila, and occasionally we have things to say. It's um, true. <laughs> we're just doing it to pop ourselves. Um, yeah. and, and if, you know if, what? If, Ask a friend. Ask a friend you, in the chat who the hell Linda and Sheila are. If you if you all get popped accidentally, so much the better. God but bless. we're doing it for ourselves. Truly. <laughs> We just did it as a rib. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, uh, would it be level up, up? Because the up sign is in the middle. So if you're reading it across, Ooh. if you're reading the emojis, it would be level up, up. That's a really good point. Yeah. I think um, last year, because Re WrestleMania Backlash was just the same storylines for WrestleMania. Yeah. I called that, I said that, whatever pay-per-view that was, the one after WrestleMania Backlash. I was like, they should just call it WrestleMania Backlash Backlash because it was the backlash to WrestleMania Backlash. This is kind of like that, where it's like level up, up. Or maybe it's going to be like a level up, up, down, down thing. Everything, like for, through the summer, should just have a, a, back, a, a WrestleMania put in front of it. So it's yeah. WrestleMania Backlash, WrestleMania Payback. WrestleMania uh, Paylash, WrestleMania. Oh, I like WrestleMania. I <laughs> love WrestleMania Paylash. Paylash. Um, you know, speaking of Paylash, uh, it was not Paylash. It's the Payless. I used to go to the Payless shoe source, and I would I'll... get those those walking shoes that I would get there. So cheap. You know what I so, love? But 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 wonderful. Yeah. I love the Bogo. Oh, I the, love Bogo. the Bogo. You gotta go when there's the Bogo. If, I would if, get one know, half off. If there's no BOGO, then I don't go. 
No I won't go. I won't go if there's no BOGO. We don't go. <laughs> Just popping ourselves. Um, Fact Channel says follow oh. Tillich on Twitter. Worth it. Yes, Thank follow you, us both. Uh, and he, that's called Fact Channel. He has a whole channel of facts. <laughs> so that may look like an opinion. It's a fact. It's a fact that you should be following us on Twitter. That's a fact, Jack. Um, and we love it. We're not uh, like, nah. <laughs> we love it. Yeah. Brennan Tungate says, Kate's uncles cheated at Duck Hunt. Total heels. Viva la Duck Hunt. Brennan <laughs> uh, Tungate said, I didn't watch NXT. I'm in for, in for Linda and Sheeler. Oh, well, we're so, so glad you're here. Yeah. Thank you, Gary, for the for the donation. Thank you, uh, Gary. Yeah, it's... It, oh, my God. Um, oh, Mark Quill says, it's called Level Up because people who win matches earn XP. And if they farm enough XP, they get the shot at the Level Up Championship. Perfect. The Level Up. Level Up. Up. We're gonna get taken off of YouTube because I'm singing a shitty version of that stupid song. Yeah, there you go. We're gonna lose it. <laughs> um, do you know there's a, a there, there's a bogo, there's a bogo for the WrestleMania. Currently. Oh my goodness! There's yeah. a bogo for the WrestleMania. So if you want, if listen, if there's no bogo, I don't go. But guess what? I'm still not going to the to the bogo. If regardless of the bogo or no bogo, I'm I'm a no go for the WrestleMania this year. Because you know what? You get the two nights. So they should give you one half off if you decide to go to both. It's true. Um, Alan Marks says, they're not ready for primetime sports entertainers. That's what uh, this what level up is going to be. Um, it's the developmental developmental. That's bad. <laughs> Don't make that a show. Um, so, Put it uh, on so, closed circuit television. Yeah. That's what developmental <laughs> developmental should be. It really is. We're, we're getting hit on in the chat. Uh, Eric Brady says, Alex, will you be the whole chat's Valentine? Uh, will you? Li listen, it, it's been a listen, don't you not take me back to sophomore year at college when I was the whole chat's Valentine, let me tell you what. But that that was a very tiring evening. Uh the, the nerd guru says, Don't have much to say, but Kate, you look beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. And that's nice. It's because um, like the Banorama headband. I'm such a cabana mark. It's stupid. Shocky 29 says, careful, Kate, your singing may cause sexual anarchy. We have to talk about this real quick. Do we? I Do don't we? even Must remember we? which political idiot it was, but I just, what I couldn't handle was that this, this Super Bowl that he said was causing sexual anarchy is from songs from like 20 years ago. Yeah. Meaning, like he is two decades late of being offended. It's it, 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 it's 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 not the singing, of course. It was it's what the, Dre's sexy fake piano playing. Dancing, they were they were dancing. They did not leave room for Jesus between their groins and the other person's groins. There was no Jesus room. You know that Eminem used to be so nasty, but he really seems to have turned a corner. You know why? Because he's a brunette now. Just like the Mandy Rose. Just like the... But she turned evil. She turned evil. If you change your hair color, you go from one thing to the you other. It doesn't matter which color. I it doesn't understand. matter which color. But I you were one thing when you had one hair color. Then you change your color and you become the and opposite. you become the other thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I... It This... This... The, the, the opening segment thing. Like, what is... What was that to you? What was that? Was that it? Was that school. a? Like, I was high school. Like, 
I don't know. It was. It just. It just felt like it was. It's like not only are we we think we're getting we're going for the younger demographic, but the younger demographic has porn on their phones. They don't need to be titillated by 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 slightly scantily clad women. It's the sixty five year olds who don't know how to put porn on their phones. They're the ones who get excited by a woman sitting on her bed texting. That's also like not what women do. I hate to break it to you, fellas. We don't just like lay around. You're gonna shatter their illusions. Stop it. Uh yeah, especially since the beginning of COVID, jeans are like the sexiest thing we wear. It's usually sweatpants and hoodie. I don't know what to tell you. Um, we also don't have naughty pillow fights at sleepovers, which I'm sure will be next week's segment. I don't understand going after Tony D'Anflo at all. I don't understand how they cross paths in any way. Aren't they all heels? Isn't that the whole point? But I guess they they they. Tony D is a tweener at this point, though. Honest to God, guess, like he's I don't so know. over. He really is. We'll talk about them him right now because they started out we the show. We love him. <laughs> started out the show with Tony D versus Petey Poppins. Uh, Tony D showing up uh, 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 in the family limo. I should have made a. Yeah, that's on me. Should have made one of those. Um, this match was fun, right? Um, it was great. I, I really liked this match. There were a lot of really creative spots in this A lot match. of creative spots. Um, I don't get the booking. I, well, here, here, here's here. We'll, we'll find we find out by the end what their plans are um, for everybody. But it did feel weird to me. Um, I thought like Pete Dunn loses and gets called up, but apparently no. So I don't know. I mean, he, if there's anybody ready to actually try it, on a bigger stage, it's Pete Dunn. Like, give him a shot to try it at least. You know, it's a weird thing that they won't. But the match was much very good. There was one thing about it that I was like, um, there was one thing that, that could have been that you made like... a lot. Um, yes, one thing that could have been made a lot. I loved the spot of, well, I'm gonna put you in uh, zip ties, and I I really enjoyed fig- like Pete Dunn figuring out ways of still fighting back while in zip ties behind his back. Um, and he gets him into a guillotine. And um, while in the guillotine, uh, Tony D is searching through this toolbox that they have in the ring. And he's taking things out of it and toss them around. Eventually, he gets some snippers, some wire cutters. And he snips the um, the zip ties so that he can break free of the of the guillotine. There was a whole bunch of stuff that he was throwing away that was in the toolbox that he could have used to just whack Pete Dunn over the head until he fell asleep. And I thought there was a great opportunity for for them to have thrown things out of there earlier. And when he goes in there, the only thing he's got are the snippers. And he looks at him and he goes, um, oh, and he snips off the thing. Like, have him have him be smart enough to realize the only thing I can do with this, which is the only thing I have at, at my disposal, is to snip the zip ties. As opposed to, well, this is a heavy wrench. I can't do anything with that. Well, this is a scissors. I can't do anything with that. Like, no, like, it, he should have used the heavy things, the blunt objects to hit Pete with. Other than that, I thought that this was actually really well put together some of the spots were really cool i i was i was not prepared 
for the kick out to the first bitter end. Yes. And same. for the kick out to um to Tony's finisher, the 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 now modified uh sleep with the fishes driver. Like I thought that was that was great. Um but the the second bitter end onto the remnants of the table was a really cool spot. Um and I I totally like I totally get if you're gonna do the spot, don't kick out of it. But I thought Tony D was winning because I thought we were having Tony D move on to face Carmelo Hayes for the uh, North American Championship, which if Tony D won, he would rename the Italian American Championship, um, uh, which which I think would be amazing. But uh, he lost to Pete Dunne, which is no shame in that. Pete Dunne's great, but I thought we were done with Pete. I thought we were done with Dunne. You thought we were Pete Dunne? I thought we were were, were Pete Dunne with, with Pete Dunne. Um, uh, in NXT, but apparently we're not. And if he's going to stick around, then I'd rather him get a title shot against Braun Breaker than Dolph Ziggler. Like, if he's around and he just come off of a, a, a big feud victory versus versus Tony D, like, why are we giving title shots to guys who lose on the main roster constantly as opposed to one of the greatest performers in NXT history who hasn't had a, an NXT title shot in years now at this point? Like so a, a straight here, up one-on-one. Here's where I... Here's what I think they think. Because I mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. I think they think sending a guy like Ziggler is a good way to get a temperature read on a guy like Breaker. The problem with that logic to me is you can also do that with Pete Dunne. Yeah. Like, I don't think Pete Dunne... Well... It... <laughs> Pete Dunn offers the same value as Ziggler in that specific way. I think Ziggler is a hell of a talker. I think he's a hell of a salesman. I don't think you can even remotely argue that. So I think he's going to bump for Breaker like a... Breaker car, excuse me. Uh, (laughs) Like a maniac. But I think their thinking is, this is one of the best guys we got on the main roster in the ring, even though we never actually reward it. Let's go see what Breaker looks like against him. But I think you could also do that with Pete Dunn. I'm just very confused about why all these people wrestle dark matches to not get called up. I'm confused about the timing of those dark matches to not get called up. If you're not going to use them in Rumble or in mid-card title feuds on the way to WrestleMania. But I guess you have to leave room for the possibility of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Uh, Shaka29 says they see value in Dunn. Just like Ali, um, uh, well, he does have incredible value. He's he's uh, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. The problem is, is that his type of wrestling has a ceiling in WWE. It 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 shouldn't. He's proven that he can be a fantastic champ and can wrestle guys any size, any style. Uh, he he can work against. Um, and I, I think if you don't if you don't like the way he cuts promos, find somebody to be a mouthpiece for him. He actually has a sing- an actual mouthpiece. In his mouth, but a different mouthpiece that what an actual right. a, a, a metaphorical, not a literal mouthpiece, but like you know, a metaphorical yeah. mouthpiece, yeah, a figurative one. Um, yeah, he's a he's a pro wrestler in a sports entertainment company. That's what we're we're really really starting to shake out yeah. and and tune into. Yeah, I um I love Pete Dunn. I've I've loved Pete Dunn since the since the very first NX, uh, NXT UK tournament. I thought that guy found really interesting ways of being a shithead to everybody he wrestled like it wasn't just the, the same note thing every over over and over again he was different depending on who he was wrestling um I, I i was a huge fan of his uh his nxt uk title run 
uh, the match with Tyler Bate where he became champion, the match with Walter where he lost it, everything he's done since coming stateside. I love Pete Dunne. I just think he's he, there's no there's nothing more for him to do here unless you actually are going to put a belt on him, which I still don't think you're going to do. Like so. And it's so hard because like AEW's starting to top out. Like even with Cody leaving, like it's a very very crowded roster and if you are um if you are looking for a third voice and that third voice for you is impact mm-hmm. that's still not the place for a guy like Pete Dunn in my opinion like i think impact actually especially of late is doing really great stuff but like that NXT AEW feeling guy is not what impact is really about there i feel like are much more like X Division and the knockouts and then like very, very, very character driven. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't like this is where and I know I'm an ROH mark and I say it all the time, but like this is where ROH being only a super yeah. indie, like the timing of it is so painful. So it's just yeah. kind of like nah, you know. Yeah, I'm um I'm a I'm a uh, yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in Pete Dunn. I think he can do whatever, wherever. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, but I, I, I'm realistic about what they see as people's ceilings, what Vince and co see as people's ceilings in WWE. And, and, and I, I, I want the world for him, but I just don't think he's going to get it here. I am very excited by the end of tonight. Spoiler alert. Uh, they, they're teasing the next, uh, program for, uh, Carmelo Hayes is Pete Dunn, which should be a fantastic, amazing match. Yes. I have nothing bad to say about what what that could be. Um, I, I think that Pete Dunne has graduated beyond NXT North American champion loser of the title match. Now he's gone to NXT championship loser of the title match. I think because I don't think he's going to beat either of them. So I, I'd rather see him against the up against the up against the, you know, the, the biggest stage possible. And I am a little bit more forgiving with NXT 2.0 as far as matches with foregone conclusions because it's developmental. Like that I I do feel like I give some leniency on because I'm not my expectations for storylines are a little bit different because of the purpose that they're there. So like I think I'll be able to enjoy that match even though I I know who's going to win it because I think it'll still be a very good match and I'm like I get it because you're you're you see Carmelo Hayes as someone in your future and so you need to build him up. So I'm not like mad about that, but it does, like you said, put a ceiling on guys like Pete Dunn who are incredibly skilled that just aren't going to, they can't even yep. go to 205 live anymore. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. Where is like Cedric Alexander going to go? Like, I'm guessing we're getting another round of cuts. Well, this, there's no way that's the last ever. So, so, you know what yeah, I mean? But like, like imminent, you know what I mean? Like, like post mania, post mania, there's always cuts, there's yeah. always cuts post mania. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, if they, if they're doing, they're doing cuts post mania and they're cutting other people and they're not going to cut the guy who wants to be cut. I think we need to like march on Washington or something. I don't that, know. That will, that will legitimately draw enough criticism that I think. Yeah, Like, I think they have to do it because I think stakeholders at that point would be like, what is going on here? Because you keep claiming budget cuts and you cut 200 people except for the guy who wants And you made a billion dollars last year. I think you got it. You made a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they used that justification up to Tony Storm. 
Yes. Like, that's what's insane. They were like, well, we can't keep her around because we claimed budget cuts on all this other stuff. And it was but like... She, but she has no value, Kate. Uh, like, an, a, a, a girl, you know, mid-20s who can work, who looks great. Who's beautiful, yeah. You can, you can do face or heel. There's no value in her. There's no she value in her. No. But there's a guy with value who's sitting on her bench. Mm-hmm. Tremendous value. So much value. To, to somebody else. Yeah. Not to us. We can't we, let him We would go. never use him, but we know they will, and they'll make tons of money with him. So, so nah. yeah. yeah. Um, nah, Mark Losper says, hello to my Kalex fam on this completely not newsworthy day where <laughs> nothing important has happened whatsoever. Dipping in and out because I have shoot work to do. Unfortunately, unfortunately, shoot work Mark. always sucks. Have a great show. You two rule. The only thing you ever did for the show was literally buy us an extra half hour of time for a month. And you think you can just do the thing that you get paid to do? Yeah. How dare you, sir? Terrible. Um, Raquel and Cora had a cute little segment, I suppose. No, I hated this. (laughs) Like, it's, again, it's like, it is, it is, they're, they really see something big in Cora Jade. And she's so young. She has so much potential to grow into something really great i don't see it right now but i don't need to see it right now she's like a baby like i like i'm not gonna look at a baby and go why aren't you running the 40 yard dash in four seconds you're a baby you're not supposed to yet she's got room to grow and she's already at a really good spot um but they're trying to do something with with this where she gets woken up at five in the morning uh by by raquel gonzalez who says what are you doing um, only losers sleep past 5 a.m. We got to go about work drive. out. It's about power. That's right. Uh, we got to go work out uh, to, so we can win the Dusty Classic. And they go to the PC. Uh, and Cora says, I didn't even know it was open this early. And uh, and then they lift weights. And Raquel lifts more weights than Cora Jade because she's much larger. And then they go outside. And I don't know how long they were in. the. the I, I don't know how long. They were in the PC for where there are no windows, but when they went outside, it was noon. So, because it was there was a sun high in the sky when they were shooting that scene, and they're running around a park. And then uh, Raquel says, "I'll see you next time, to, next tomorrow, uh, same time." And Cora Jade's like, "Oh, I look forward to it." So apparently, every day Cora Jade has to wake up at five in the morning to trade for this Dusty Classic, which she's not going to win. I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. Why does the Dusty Classic, which is just a tag team tournament, mm-hmm. require so much additional training mm-hmm. as if it's not still just wrestling a match? Right. Yep. Uh, that's confusing. I don't understand how someone who dislocated her shoulder in World Games mm-hmm. is uh like needs to train to be tough enough considering that like that was her her threshold for pain yeah uh the acting in this was god awful yeah um but they love god awful backstage segments so they do god bless them. this this was by far not the worst backstage, backstage not even close segment on the show which so, is so sad which is just yeah so it's the one it's, the deal is that um uh the in ring tonight was the worst match was a good match. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Um, and the best match was best match was best matches were great. Great matches. We love um, that about it. But everything else, it's like the people who are in the ring, the wrestlers, 
are, are learning on the fly, getting better all the time. Good for them. Especially since a lot since a lot of them have no experience in this, did not have several years on the indies. They're getting better all the time. Credit to them for learning their craft and for the coaches for helping them learn their craft and for the producers who are setting out really good matches and letting them wrestle. Good. That's great. No credit to the people in creative who are having these people, they're, 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 all of their time is spent in the ring, apparently, learning how to do wrestling moves and working together and getting better at that stuff, which is a very big part of the craft. But it's your company where you insist people do stupid backstage segments. And because it feels like you handed them a script for this stupid backstage segment, five minutes before you said, okay, we're rolling. Like you have to spend at least as much time teaching them how to be performers outside of the ring, mic skills, how to work at comedic timing if you're going to make them do comedy skits. How, what's their character? How does their character play outside of the ring as opposed to how does their character play inside the ring? You're doing none of the other stuff and writing skits for them that they can't possibly perform because they have no training in that area and no yeah. natural talent. And that's and not their fault. You know what's the most confusing part about this? This isn't even close to anything they're doing on the main roster. Yeah. Like, they don't do this on the main roster. So what are they developing? Because, like, there's some not-so-great backstage segments, but they are not high school plays on the main roster. So, like, yeah. the skill that nobody's good at is also irrelevant. Like, I just don't get it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll talk about the worst segment when we get to it, I guess. Um, Indian Persia versus Toxic, uh, toxic Attraction. Uh, toxic Attraction. Tox this is fine. Perfectly cromulent professional wrestling. Toxic Attraction won. Indian Persia lost. They defended um, the belts. We should they, give them a round of applause for that. Good for them. They won the belts in October, defended them in February, just like clockwork. They'll defend them again in July. It'll be fine. Be great. Great. Uh, Persia is a powerhouse. She had a great. lot of really, really great moments of strength in this. There was one ring psychology gap that we need to talk about because your champion looks like a fucking moron. Mm -hmm. this. Um, at one point, Mandy Rose got banned from ringside because what she did was throw her opponent back in the ring, which is not like egregious. And instead of just tagging her out like anybody could do, uh, Indy Hartwell was just appalled that Mandy Rose, who didn't beat her down, just threw her back in the ring as if you couldn't just crawl right back out. Tag your tag team partner and her throwing her opponent, be, basically being a lumberjack, but mm -hmm. just one, mm -hmm. uh, got her banned from ringside, even yeah. though there were like eight other solutions that were sitting right there. Really, really bad. I don't know what was supposed to happen in that spot, but that was one of those things that takes you out of it, not because you're just like, oh, if they had done this, this, or this, that was like a what? happened yeah. for me like yeah ooh, not great um i was trying to remember this match two minutes after it finished and i 
couldn't remember any individual thing that happened. I didn't remember, I, but uh, that means I don't remember anything bad, but I don't right. remember anything good. And I was like, oh, there was the thing, the double Samoan drop where both Gigi and JJ, GJ, yes, that was... were, all, were on the shoulders of Persia and she double Samoan drop. And I, that was all I could remember two minutes after the match finished, which doesn't speak too highly of it, but doesn't speak like, like, oh God, that was terrible. Because if I watch a bad match, I will remember the bad things. <laughs> it was just, this is there and good, which is fine. It was a five and a half, six out of 10 match. All right. It was somewhere yeah. between. Yeah. It was, it was, it was part nah, part heart. It was nart. It was a nart match. This is nart. way too much fun. <laughs> uh, happy Galentine's Day, everyone. Happy Galentine's Day to everybody. Um so uh yeah. Uh, oh, that, it happened. Oh, but, and per yeah. I felt like there were some I mean I can't remember them off the top of my head, so it was probably not great, but I was just like I remember being impressed by Persia in this match. I think she had a pretty cool power bomb in there, maybe somewhere. But I remember Persia's her... always impressive. But I feel like yeah. It's just like... But like I remember her. She was good in that she slowed the match down in spots and was very strong. And I appreciate that specifically in women's matches because I think when they get sloppy, it's usually because I think people are moving too fast and getting ahead of themselves. Sure, Persia's a good like differential in pace from everybody else that was in the match but yeah but it was perfectly serviceable yeah it was uh, nart it was nart jebby um, pringle that uh says uh this cromulent wrestling embiggened my unhappiness switch nxt <laughs> 2.0 um nice sat super chat jw yeah. pringle well, that's that's a that is a simpsons reference which you don't get but oh i don't no, no. i thought you just no, leveled up your vocabulary. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, it's a joke because there's a, there's a, a famous saying the founder of the town that Simpsons takes place in. He says, "A noble spirit embiggens the smallest man," and then they're they're showing a film strip in the class about about that guy, and one teacher turns to the other one and says, "Embiggens." That's that's not even a word. No, no, no you're completely wrong. It's a perfectly cromulent word. Cromulent also not being a word. And so, and so I said, cromulent is like, it's a perfectly fine, normal word. That's what I think cromulent means. So whenever I say it's perfectly, it's a perfectly cromulent wrestling. That's what that is. That's is explaining it, the joke. It's too much. Is it Malcolm and Biggins? Yeah. I'm hysterical. <laughs> Damned auto Corvette. J.W. Pringle says with, not switch. Damned auto Corvette. Um, the worst. What's the worst? Um, uh, Wendy Chu is uh, is it's like she's asking Amari Amari Miller to the dance. So, um, what are you doing for the Dusty Classic? Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody asked me last week. If you had asked me before, I would have totally told you. But thanks for buying me all that stuff with a stolen credit card. But I I can't. I already I already said I would I would tag with somebody else. And Wendy's like, no, no, it's totally fine. Who's um, she tagging with again? Hmm. Did she say? No. Cooper nope. say who it was? Because I don't think that they've decided who she's tagging with. Um. Anyway, uh, when then Wendy Chu goes and sees uh, Dakota Kai, who is talking with somebody who's not there. Uh, and I would like to see a Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu tag team, but I don't think it's actually 
you know. Just make someone up that Amari Cooper's tagging with. Just yeah. pull a name out of them. I think, I think it's Amari Miller. I think Amari Cooper is a wide receiver for... That is correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Used to play for the Raiders and the Cowboys. I don't know who plays for now. I haven't watched football in a long time. Correct. I actually met him at the NFL Combine three go. years ago. Um, I, I would like to see Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai in a tag team, if only because it would be fun. I think it would be very fun. I think it, it would be very fun. Grayson Waller shows up at the PC with actual policemen. Like those guys were actually, they, those, those guys were off-duty SWAT officers. They were in full riot gear minus the helmets. Um, you don't, normally it's like these guys are obviously like, um, at least they used to do this. They were obviously full sail security guards, like walking around in their little short sleeve shirts with nothing on their belts and big old tubs uh, where their guts should be. And it was, it was never act. It was like, these are not policemen. Oh, okay. Okay. These are actual policemen. Um, or at least they got really, <laughs> really good, uh, really, really good, really good costumes. Um, and he says, we're going to go and arrest L.A. Knight. So he goes, hey, off of, get to the ring. L.A. Knight's in the ring. He gets to the ring and he says, officers, I want you to look at the videotape. <laughs> like exhibit A, officers. I Before you arrest this man, I have to show you what he's done to me on the Titantron. And the officers are like, well, we'll have to watch this. I just thought that was hilarious. Oh, boy. This is how you, this is how you arrest someone. For violating a restraining order. Yeah, it's how it's yeah. If you violate a restraining order, all you have to do is be within a certain distance of someone. You don't yeah. have to prove why that restraining order that you already have was issued by someone beating you up in a wrestling ring. I, None of this makes sense! Well, None I mean, of it! No, but but yeah, it's the, the idea. Yes. <sighs> All of it. I mean, I tune oh, into wrestling for the restraining orders, right. Alex. Yes, for 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 the basically, you want a really good, um, uh, high drama lawyer show. That's what you need. You've dun, been dun. served. Dun dun. Yeah. Um, law I got Olivia and... Benson for that. All right. Yeah, I don't yeah. need L.A. Knight wrapped so, up in this program. So we've got um, we 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 get we we uh, then. L.A. Knight, and this is just, this isn't fair to him. Somebody wrote in his script, and he memorized it and said it. He he pulls, he's he's holding on to a microphone, and he has the, 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 the stupid restraining order in a manila envelope. And while holding the microphone, he has to reach into the vanilla envelope with like two fingers, and pull out the restraining order that gets rid of the, 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 the envelope. And he's trying, like, it says here, he says in the microphone, it says here on page two of the restraining order, let me see if I can flip it to page two while holding a microphone. <laughs> Just have it say it on page one. Or how about this? Have it there only be one page of the restraining order. We'll allow it. Or how about this? Don't have it come in an envelope. Have him holding one piece of freaking paper and he reads it off of the paper. Why are you making it so much harder for your actors? In 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 in, in the theater, we would fire the prop master. We'd be like, what are you doing? I just have, 
I ha- it says I have to look at the thing. I'm I have to hold this whiskey glass while I'm talking about the thing. How am I supposed to get the thing out of the envelope while holding the whiskey glass? There's nowhere for me to put it down. You'd get into arguments with with overzealous. Well, actually, I think it'd be better if you pulled it out of the envelope and then it, the on most restraining orders, the clause about the, uh, the would never be on page one. I don't care. Just nobody cares. Just do it so it's easier for the performer. It doesn't make them look Why like. Why doesn't a cop have a copy of the restraining order? That should have also been handed to the police <laughs> before so you, before the warrant was served. Stupid. Why does why do these cops not care that people get kidnapped in the NXT parking lot? Here's what I love about it. All right, I'm gonna but tell now, you what now I. Now we got now it. we got to talk about it like uh, like like this because they they did the super chat with the heart with the nah. So there we well, go. you know what I love about it. I love Listen, that LA Knight. I, I love the, I love I love the Larry Knight. I think he's very nice. He's a very nice boy. Listen, my seventh husband was served a lot of restraining orders, not by me, but by other people. Um, and so I know what happens with it. But listen, I understand the clause about the other thing. It always happens on page two because I've read a lot of restraining orders. But I don't care. It made Larry Knight look like an idiot with him trying to fumble inside an, an envelope. I don't want to see that anymore. Just make it easier on your performers. I agree. And I think this L.A. Knight fella has a bright future on the main roster. I will say in this segment, I do expect... I do appreciate that he is a little more experienced. There is definitely a difference between the experienced fellas and ladies who have worked TV before and the ones who have not. And I think he's very valuable in this way. But I think he should be Would moving up. Would you say he the- has so much value? He has so much he's value. He has so much value that they can't possibly release him ever. That you can't release him for another, no. I don't know, two and a half years. At least. You know what I would say? Even if, he would, even if he would ask nicely, they would say, I'm sorry, you've got so much value. You got so much value. He is delicious. I could just eat him up and all of the magic that he brings. Mm-hmm. I could just like with, the, with some sort of magic spoon. Cameo. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now. But I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day no matter where I am with delicious Magic Spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling quick, easy, All the flavors you love, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted, all over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently. And if you go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, try it today. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order if you don't like it. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. They'll refund your money, no questions asked if you don't like it, but you will. It's perfect before, after workouts, as a snack. And my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more, racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. 
You know what I appreciate about Magic Spoon, other than their delicious fa- flavors and their protein-packed product? Mm-hmm. It's what's on the inside that counts. It's not the spoon that's magic. It's what's on it. It's what's in the box. It's what's on the inside. So that's what Sean Rossap has for you guys. Hey, that's Sean Rossap, fella. He seems like the kind of guy that could lead a wrestling empire to 5,000 subscribers. Please. Doesn't he seem that way? It's like like 5,140 at this point. Is it really? Yeah, we're way up over it. My goodness. So... If you want to be cool, like 5,140 other people, yeah. still exclusive, but like, don't you want like everyone else friends? is doing it? So you should too. If you don't, you're a bitch. And you people all need to go over to Fightful Select and subscribe. Huge influx today, which is really cool. Um, so just thank you so much to everybody over there. More details on the Cody Rhodes stuff. And also, the attempts to get Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the ring broke yesterday. Yep. Banana yep. stuff happening on the Bananas. Fightful Select, I tell you. Plus, uh, you know who just like hangs out now and does pay-per-view paywall post shows with that alliteration? This guy and me. And you can get straight up sour graps about Raw and SmackDown. Also from that guy on Fightful Select. And sometimes me. So uh, go over there. $5 a month, less than a cup of coffee. Yep. Also, uh, for listening to a cup of coffee, you could put in a Humper Chat at HumperChats.com and also Super Chat uh, so we don't get uh, Sean coming in here in an hour being like, where are all the Super Chats? You haven't made enough money. Well, Mark Losper already earned his keep today, listen, sir. Listen. My goodness. Um, uh, to this weekend, some point on, on Saturday evening, um, I'm going to maintain uh, radio silence, media blackout for the entirety of Sands of Time, which is, of course, what I call anything that happens in Saudi Arabia, the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. But Kate's going to watch it. And then later that evening, I'm going to sit here and Kate is going to tell me what happened. And you will all see me have an aneurysm in real time because I'll, I'll just be blindsided by terrible booking. It should be uh, a, a lot of fun. Alex might die. You never know. But at least we'll have Kate here to finish out the rest of the show. There um, will likely be some sort of cardiac event. It might not be lethal, but it's going to be something else. So. Yeah, it might it's be. also a lot of pressure on me to pay attention, but also less pressure on me to pay attention because no. you're not going to know. No, I'm not going to know. <laughs> Honestly, just, just just tell in the in the chamber matches. Tell me the order. Tell me who eliminated who. Tell me tell me who won. Just tell me who won in these other matches that I don't really care about. There you go. I could just be like Cody Rhodes up and you can also lie. You yeah, can also that's what I'm lie. Saying. Here's the thing: if Brock doesn't win, they gotta figure out the most crazy, overbooked, wonky finish to figure out how to not pin Brock Lesnar in an elimination chamber match because they ain't pinning him this close to mania. So you could lie and, s- and tell me that Cody Rhodes landed in a jetpack and kicked uh, Brock Lesnar in the balls and then zoomed off into space. And I'd be like, really? That happened? I would have no idea. It's going to be fun. I'm going to lie to Alex a bunch. So subscribe to Five Select and join us for that. There is also a free post show, but like 
if you're gonna be cool and hip on, enough man. to subscribe to Fightful Select, like hang we out. We all know us. the exclusive club is the better one. Yeah, yeah. we're really cool. But plugs out of the way. We can um, dive back into this. Champa and Dolph Ziggler are gonna have a match next week on NXT, which is cool. Champa's gonna lose, which isn't cool. But um Dolph Ziggler showed up to be interviewed. Uh, Champa got involved in his match on Raw last night uh, because they're feuding. Uh, I, I appreciate they're doing cross-branded stuff, and I appreciate that they're giving Champa that that opportunity to be seen on a bigger stage. Um, I hope I hope he gets a match with with Ziggler on Raw as opposed to just doing this here. I don't know how that's going to work, um, but Ziggler was there, got interviewed, said some mean things about uh, Tommaso Champa. Uh, Ch- Chapa cut a promo, uh, sitting in front of a garage door, talking about how Dolph Ziggler's coming to his home and is disparaging him. And I wonder if any of this will come into play during the main event. We'll have to see. What a cliffhanger from Alex! Yeah, um, uh, Cameron Grimes versus Carmelo Hayes humped. It humped. Um, it humped. It was a lot of humpage. So great. Carmelo yeah. Hayes is just like continues to impress me. That guillotine leg drop is awesome. Um, he's so good at so many things about wrestling that are beyond the moves and the execution, which he also does very well. Really good at um, storytelling and um, that kind of presence that we talk about and, and the X factor or whatever. Like, he knows exactly what he's doing and why he's doing it in every second of the match. And I, I just really appreciate it. And he's getting really, really good at things like crowd interaction and connecting with them. And um, I feel like he's he now has the basics so down that he's able to funnel his energy into the more magical part of wrestling, which is not like, look at what that guy can do for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all coming together to tell the story. And that that just came across so much to me here. I, I felt like this was so great. And Cameron Grimes is so great too. Not, not to take anything away from him. Really, really strong stuff in this match. But I just feel like Carmelo Hayes is someone that is growing up in front of our eyes in a, in a really good way. Um, and it's nice to see him be, I think, the, the next in line behind Breaker as far as like people that have, in my opinion... I know they have kind of positioned Grayson Waller, but like I think Carmelo Hayes has a much higher ceiling. I, I think I think Carmelo Hayes's next step is the main roster. I think. I you think skip over his picture. With I him. think I think Grayson Waller's next step is is a, is a championship a and, and a longer stay in in NXT. That's that what I think. I think yeah. I think Carmelo Hayes is ready now. To if you if you had him show up next week on the main roster, he'd be ready. That, I cannot say that for him. Grayson Waller. I, agreed. Like, agreed entirely, you know? and. I think, oh man, I, I hate to do this to Angelo Dawkins. I think Montez Ford has got to split from him at some point. And I think Montez Ford versus Carmelo mm-hmm. someday is going to be yeah. a match that like we talk about for a long time. Like, I yeah. think that's going to be great someday. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know. The, the, there, there were, Mark Losper mentions the, the fact that there was a, a, the banning of Mandy Rose for, Gently replacing 
Indy Hartwell back in the ring. And then Trick Williams was doing all kinds of crap during this thing, punching him, punching uh, Cameron Grimes in the face and all this kind of stuff. But he's he's fine. There's no problem there. Um, yeah. Uh, he says that uh, I didn't know Rick Knox uh, also got released from AEW <laughs> and he's coming to NXT. Um, thank you, Mark. Um, this this ma- the crowd was super hot for it. Cameron Grimes is still as over as he ever was. Yes. When he was when he was like originally to the moon guy. Um, and uh, and everybody loves Carmelo because Carmelo is great. Um, I, I will I will say that I expect I expect more from my NXT audience to be smarter about stuff. Um, Carmelo, so you mean like it, as far as heel and face stuff go? No, not necessarily that, but um, but false finishes. Cameron Grimes has never won a match with a flying crossbody in his life. Like the one two. Oh, like there's no way they're going to end. They might end the match on a flash roll up. They might do that. Or if Cameron Grimes wins, it's going to be via a cave in. He doesn't win with a flying cross body. And they, the, um, the, 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 the credulity that that crowd gave the idea that Cameron Grimes is going to win off a flying cross body was just unbelievable to me. I don't know if I expect a crowd to be smarter than that. I would say on the roll-up, you could say it's probable at this yeah. point, the way those lethal roll-ups oh, come into so. our lives. So. Yeah. I need Vic Joseph to be smarter about it. And I also need him to stop being enthusiastic by, like, Carmelo Hayes sneezing. Like, yeah. it is so interfering with my experience with the and roll up and blah, blah, blah. Oh my yeah. God, rain it. And I get that they're probably in his ear telling him to pump up the enthusiasm, but it is like, it detracts from the experience yeah. for, for me, like a lot. And it happened egregiously in this right. match and also in the main event, like just rain it in, pal. Vic has, has certain standbys for the way that he says things. Um, for example, no fewer than 14 people were behind, were beside themselves today. Oh, Carmelo Hayes beside himself. Trick Williams beside himself, like actually said at one point. And I was like, come on, both guys can't be beside themselves. Dolph Ziggler was beside himself. Like you could say it once after that, like everyone's beside themselves. I mean, then every match is a tag team match, which is interesting. Yes. It's like you're beside yourself. It's you and you versus someone yeah. else. Me and my shadow. Um, uh, uh, I, 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 I really liked the, I really liked the match. Uh, um, Loved the match. Carmelo Hayes won. Uh, clean-ish. Like, Trick Williams got involved earlier in the match, but not during the finish. Um, he I had guess an appropriate one, amount of interference today. He did. I, I, I will, I will, I will never call it an unclean finish if the 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 second to the heel shoves the heel out of the way and takes takes a move on the outside. That to me is yes. just that's why you have the guy there to help you in that situation. I I would I, I think I I will still call it a clean victory. I thought that that was fine. Uh, I love Carmelo Hayes. Um, uh, Cameron Grimes looked great as he always, as he always does, but like, I don't know what we're going to do with Cameron Grimes now. Um, uh, er, 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 oh, earlier in the night we saw, uh, um, uh, Indian Persia talking about how they're going to enter the dusty classic and they're going to win. 
uh, and they're going to get the titles. Um, and then Dexter came in and took Indian and and um, Persia looked jealous. And then um, Duke Hudson walked up shirtless again. <laughs> that man just can't buy a shirt. And he's he used to wear a vest and no shirt, but now he's now he's a shirt guy. Anyway, uh, and he's like, I know what you want, and puts out his hand, palm up, and she puts her hand in his and walks away, which which I thought was very romance. Like if any time a man walks up to me and puts out his hand, palm up, I'm like, oh, are we going to a dance floor? I don't hear music, but it looks wonderful. A love connection. Yeah, it was a love connection right there. We have so many look. We have a lot of this on the show. A lot yeah. of romance. Yeah. And not just because it's the day after Valentine's Day. In no. fact, it's Vengeance Day, according to them. Yeah. So. True. We got to talk about how many love angles there are. Because it's too many. Too many. Too many. You got. At least, at least one too many. I'm, I'm, willing, I'm willing to allow, because I like Persia a lot. And I like Duke Hudson, even though he's shirtless. Um. I. I'm willing you to allow like that. You like better one. shirtless sometimes. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. He's a very well-built young man. He is. Strapping. <laughs> I almost said something else that I'm not going to say it because it's a PG show. <laughs> I was going to say strap on, but strapping is better. But anyway. It is the PG era of it Sarah is the PG era. Um, uh, <laughs> We got last night Okay, I don't know if you watched Raw. Why would you? Um, but no, I, I love myself. <sighs> no, Dana, I was actually Dana, on a different podcast. Dana but... Brooke. Dana Brooke. Oh um, God, and Reggie. Jesus. Um, they broke up as friends. Like Reggie wanted to take it to the next level, and so she friend zoned him, and then he rolled her up and became the new 24-7 champion. And they're running that storyline on. Raw and the next night on the same network, they run a um, the beach really wants to, to get in the pants of Caden Carter. Um, and he's like, oh, I took I took her out, I took her out for for uh, took her out to see a show and we had some, had some dinner and then uh, went, went to at her place. And um, and, and and because she's a very independent woman, she paid for for uh, for her meal, she insisted on it. And then uh, we, we we hugged at the door, and she said she loved me like a little brother. Um, and then uh, and his tag team partner, Double Vest, is like, did you have sex with her? And he's like, no, of, of course not, because, you know, she's an independent woman. And like, the, He didn't actually ask him that, but he seemed very disappointed that, that the woman said no. Like, well, what happened? Well, the woman said no, Double Vest. That's usually the end of things, isn't it? Isn't I, I know you're an, I know you're an NXT talent, but isn't that the end of it when the woman says no, right? Because well, he was seemed very disappointed that Caden told the beach no, and then he was like, and then what? There is no and then what when she told him no, double vest. Come on. Did she I, I genuinely can't remember from the segment though. Didn't he just off of the insinuation of like you took her home? How was it? And then I think that was supposed to be like a playoff of the like you made it he, sound like as, you closed the deal as, and you did it. As far it, as right? I could, as far as I remember, like he had already been told by by the beach that 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 nothing had happened, and then he was like, "Well, then what happened? No, no, no. There is no one. Then what happened? 
but That's but the anyway, um, they're like uh, I was like, more oh, taken no. aback by the incest joke that they made about being from Alabama, so yeah. it was hard for me to focus on that. Yeah, that it's true. When they said, uh, "I know you're from Alabama," after he was like, "She said she loved me like a little brother," like I just, and then they called the bartender over for the most natural. This was this was just all around, right. Uh, the bartender, who's Fallon, who I don't believe we've ever actually seen wrestle or establish herself as a character. But so they were like, Fallon, what are you doing here? I was like, I know who she is because I follow the wrestling. But the 68-year-old who is your target audience has no idea who this looker behind the bar is. But anyway, <sighs> she's like, um, I guess... Well, NXT a... doesn't pay like that much. Right. So yeah, she's got a bartend. To, yeah, to... she's got a bartend on the side. My family owns the place. I like to help here out here a lot. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like, this was just bad in all, all kinds of ways. But like, you run. You ran. You won. You run one friend zone angle on Monday, and a different one with different people on a different show the very next night. And you do it all with people who can't act for shit and have zero comedic timing. And this is not on them. They are being asked to do something they cannot handle. And even if they could, it would suck. So, like, it's all bad. Because... Why, why do this to the people who, who you are paying to look good on the shows, though? Oh, I don't know. Like, mm. I, I don't even know why there's this many romance angles in general. Never no. mind this many bad ones. Like, well, it's bad. Uh, uh, uh... Phil Lindsay from Grapsity uh, says that NXT 2.0 is basically WWE's version of, of uh, MTV Undressed. And and he's right. Joel Pearl says high school, which is fair. It feels yeah. very much like that, too. Yeah. Um, but Joel is awful. So don't Joe is wrong. Joel is wrong. You are right. And let me tell you why Joel is wrong. Thank because you. He, because he likes uh, NXT 2.0 more than NXT Black and Gold. He was he yeah. was grasping at straws by like minute five. <laughs> oh, buddy, he was grasping at straws when we chose our sides. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if you want to hear me argue with Joel more, you can head over to Fightful Overbooked, where we have a count pointer count point counterpoint show called "Here's Why You're Wrong," and I win every episode because Joel's the worst. Um, just kidding, right. Joel's amazing. Um, but anyway, it's just bad, and it is it. Here's the thing. I get that it feels like high school in like the context that it's in. That's not supposed to feel like high school level acting mm. alongside of that. Right. Yeah. It's bad. You got one gal who's married to a serial killer. The, you got everyone's trying to sleep with everyone in toxic attraction. Like it's just bad. Nobody's trying to get it with Ivy Nile, which is insane. Come <laughs> Although, on. She's, she's if Double Vest tried anything. Or with 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 Ivy Nile, he would, he would get destroyed. He, he'd have to have he'd his foot surgically removed from his own ass. But that's the oh, you go after you don't go after Miss. Oh, I have a brunette. My whole personality is contingent on my hair color. Yeah. You don't go after like yeah. her minions. You don't right. go after any of that. You go after yeah. the little badass. Yeah. Who can protect you? By the way. Uh, yeah. It's true. Ooh. Um, Ivy Nile and Tony D'Angelo on the same side somehow. Here for that. Speaking of Ivy Nile, she's part of Diamond Mine. Also, she is. 
part of Diamond Mind, the Creed Brothers. Creed Brothers had a match <laughs> with MSK. Which I just loved. Yeah. I thought it was a really great match. And also, I thought it was about half as good as the Creed Brothers match from last week. Which, you know, like, like to me, that's that that to me shows how how what a great heel team can do for a for a up and coming babyface squad because MSK wasn't wrestling heel and not that they have to but like by the end of that GYV match last week I needed the Creed brothers to win that match and during this, I was like, this is a very good, highly entertaining uh, contest between two great tag teams. And never did I have that feeling of, I, I gotta see the Creed Brothers beat GYV. Because it's just, it's the same, it's, it's, a, it's a different kind of wrestling. And the best wrestlers can overcome a, a, a face-face or a heel-heel thing. Of because they can figure out a way to tell a story in the ring opposite of that kind of thing and i'm not saying the creeds won't get there eventually but they're still very very young at this and it didn't it didn't speak to me in the same way you know what i mean um but i thought there was i was nothing bad about this there was one pump kick by brutus (laughs) and then wesley had to throw himself back into the turnbuckles and it didn't look great um but other than that (laughs) bad bad camera angle uh, but other than that, like everything was fine, was was better than fine, was very, very good. I just didn't have that extra oomph that I had last week, which is unfortunate because you'd want your finals match to have that extra oomph. Oh, but, God. But as a baseball fan, the amount of times you see a better ALDS or TS than a World Series, it's it kind of felt like that to me, where you're yeah. like, this is great, but man, the drama yeah. of the last thing. Yeah. So... Yesterday, I got to sit in on the Shining Wizards podcast, and they had two guests, one of whom was Sam Adonis, and he said something really great that kind of clicked in the back of my mind during this, which was like, whenever anybody calls something like old school wrestling, not that he like got mad about it, but he's like, it's not old school, it's fundamental wrestling and storytelling. Like, it's not something that we should be evolving past stylistically, it's something we should be evolving with stylistically. And I was thinking about that a little bit in in this because last week had that. Last week had, like, I mean, just an incredibly giving performance from Grizzled Young Vets. But, like, that old school school storytelling thing, that fundamental storytelling thing that gets you on the edge of your seat where the story is unfolding, where this felt like a lot of really well-executed moves with two really great teams that do what they do very well. But, like, that cohesion piece of it, not that it was missing from an execution standpoint, but, like, from a story standpoint, like, the ten- that same tension wasn't there. I know what you're talking about. Like, that juice isn't there. And I think that is kind of just, like, really, like, MSK does impress me quite a bit. But there is something about, like, that NWA feeling team or whatever that that does something different that, like, clicks in so i hear you on that um i but like you said as well like it uh, still a, i mean still definitely like gets a heart the right team won um yeah i also liked in the promo before that bivens was like the thing that you've been chasing around is still illegal in 13 states oh i love oh, that yeah, what the, a great bivens line. is so great he's so great that is such a great line 
because yeah. it did also like he's very good at this particular thing of let me say something that is attention getting and then also kind of makes you think for a second about like like oh that's such a great line and then on top of that like yeah it's like they haven't really given a shit about the dusty cup or the championships because they have been on this wild goose chase for the shaman and all of this nonsense like he's so good at pointing out like pointing something out that gets your attention and then this other layer if you're kind of smarky like we are (laughs) that like clicks in and and that really made me think about that of like the story for msk has not really been here the story has been we won last year and we love weed like there hasn't been anything that's relevant (laughs) to this year and i just i appreciated when somebody does something like that and if you asked me like who the five most valuable people in NXT are one of them is Malcolm Bivens, in my opinion. Like, I feel like there's so many people that could benefit from him on the main roster. I know you threw uh, Omos out there. I I don't know. I think he's better than a storyline egg to get you engrossed in somebody. Like, I, I just so appreciate how many times we see, not that I want Diamond Mind to split up, but like, he makes things make sense and feel important so quickly. And that, like, just that one line had me bought into like yeah does msk even give a shit about this like i can get behind that so um just really great stuff from him as well as his not terrible towel terrible towel that i appreciated yeah (laughs) i'm i i i i really enjoyed um all of this and i'm 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 very much looking forward to the to the creeds uh versus imperium They've grown um, so much. They've grown so. They so really much. have. And, I mean, and I and I liked them when they were on that weird. Like I was like, who are these? Who the white AOP? Who are these? Who are these guys? Yeah. The walking loaves of white bread. They're fun. I mean, I have I know nothing about them, but okay. And now I feel like I know more about them because they've, they've given us some chance to talk. But but they seem to be really settling into their roles and. And more cohesive, I feel like yeah. I've seen with them. Like it's not yeah. just two guys who are really great. Yeah. Like. They're starting to function as a tag team. Which yeah, is and I crazy. and I, I really I really like how they're each of them has to have their own roles. Um, you know, like they're mm-hmm. very clearly defined, as opposed to, for example, um, Occam and and Razar, who felt like they were just two two sides of the same coin, but these guys seem to actually have their own personalities. Um, and uh, I yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited about their their future certainly. And as I said, though, I don't know what their ceiling really is. Like, are they future two-time champs, maybe? I don't know, because I just don't know what tag team wrestling means to WWE right now. Like, That's, I can't... That, that was the thing that kind of that kind of made me angry when they show Dusty Rhodes. Like, I've always loved tag team wrestling. I think it's the best, the great tag teams of yesteryear. I've always thought that they told the best stories in the ring. And I'm like... I agree with you, Dusty. The the man who continues to piss on your grave uh, doesn't. Um, you know what I mean? And that's and that's a that's a problem. It's like you, by 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 ha- by showing that film of Dusty saying great things about tag team wrestling, um, it implies that you agree with him. But we know that you don't. So, you know. Yeah, I always like, and I think I've mentioned this before, and I know Sean has like, FTR left not because they weren't getting booked, but because right. nobody gave a shit about tag wrestling and WWE. Yeah. And they clearly have such a a love for it. Like mm-hmm. every match of theirs is yeah. a love letter to tag team wrestling. So yeah. things like that, they just don't value tag team wrestling very much outside of 
flashiness. I feel yeah. like that's why we get the Usos in the New Day a hundred million times. Yeah. Um, but I think they their ceiling is high. It's just a matter of how high they'll let it be. Like them versus Gable and Otis, sign me up for tomorrow. You know, right. so yeah, Gable can shush them. It'll be great. <laughs> Do you see uh, uh, on the the 2K ratings came out today? A lot of I the 2K didn't. ratings came out today. I did not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chad Gable, his rating came out today. Oh, God. A, a 76. You know who's a 79? Dominic Mysterio. And I nearly lost my mind. I have to go. <laughs> Chad Gable's one of my favorite. Like, he's, he's just one of the best. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I've, the entire world, and yeah, I've loved him in American Alpha. I loved it. like everything he's done to me has been great. And I'm also just a nerd. I'm, I mentioned I'm a Ziggler, Mark. Like I'm a nerd for amateur style wrestlers. Like I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. So, um, uh, Luis Dominic says, Mysterio, Luis Polito, in our, our, our mod, wonderful mod says, "Who made these goddamn ratings?" That's bullshit. It's true. It is. Um, well, you know what? Dominic Mysterio. Mm. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. Ray Mysterio's son. Depending on who you ask. Uh, I mean, it's definitely his adopted son. We all know that Eddie Guerrero is his real father. But because but biological father. Ray, of course, is his real father. He raised him from a boy. But uh, but Eddie Guerrero in canon in kayfabe uh, has never been it's never been refuted since was said out loud on television. Yes, Rey Mysterio said yes. I I acknowledge Eddie. You are this boy's biological father. But I raised him. He's my son as much as he is yours. And nobody's ever gone back on that. So sure. so I I would like to say uh, congratulations. Uh, to Dominic on the 18-year anniversary of your father winning the WWE Championship. Ugh. Rob Ray, Reed says, Ray uh, and Eddie is one of those matches, the Halloween Havoc, that I, I go oh, back yeah. to. It's like just one of those, if I want to immediately change me being in a bad mood, that's it. <laughs> Rob Reed says, I seriously need just one verbal exchange between Malcolm uh. Bivens and Paul Heyman. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get somebody for, for, for Malcolm to, to manage that's on the level of... Uh, of Roman or Brock though. And I feel like those, those guys few and far between. Uh, they don't hope... need to be to be a challenger though. Cause there's these foregone conclusions. Oh, it's, losers. That's, that's, that's true. Um, Two guys yeah. that do an incredible job of 
having charisma and making things make sense though right that's that is fun i more would love to see like all of diamond mind or um legato versus like i'm ready for a a family a family feud if you would like two stables that are are gonna chew through each other with with the bloodline and legato i feel like that excludes bivens but like you could easily do that with diamond mind if you wanted to as well yeah there was there was there was the pinch potential uh months ago now for a fantastic uh swerve and hit row versus the bloodline thing you could have done you could have could have sold me on that the legato versus the bloodline if they ever call up Imperium, Imperium versus the Bloodline. Well, that's starting right now, apparently, because because one of the Usos has picked a fight with Gunther, and I was I was so funny because I was like, are they gonna take that? Are they gonna take this time to actually do the smart walk back? And they didn't because it was like they're they're all standing up there. Imperium is with with uh, with Walter in the middle. Uh, his name's not Gunther; it's Walter. And the crowd's going, Walter, what? Which they're going to do forever. Walter, until the end of time. Walter, forever. This could be the Daryl chant. And he's standing out there, like, yeah, this is going to happen every time, isn't it? Um, and then they say, please welcome the tag team, the NXT tag team champions, Marcel Bartel and Phoebe Neichner, and I think you said that, uh, Gunter. Gunther or something like that. Is like it that. Gunther? But but she said something. It's like, no, it's it Gunther. is pronounced Gunther. And I was like, no, you should have said no. Actually, I thought about it, and it was a really dumb idea for me to change my name from Walter to Gunther. Everyone seemed really upset. Like there was a I read a whole think piece about it. Like I did not realize what kind of firestorm I was going to create. When I chose this thing, like it was a big mistake. So I just want to say, um, my bad. And I'm Walter again. Everybody happy? Good? Okay, cool. Anyway, let's proceed with the segment. Very humble and casual. They 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 could have done that. They had the opportunity. Or, I don't know. In my notes, in raging capital and bold letters, I said, maybe not call attention to his fucking name. Yeah, I know. Um, Mark Osper says, Why did you Gunther, go out of your way? Gunther, who's that? I only know Walter. There's only Walter. You're damn right. Um, You're damn right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> we pop. We pop for the humble Gunther Walter. My bad spot. Every yeah. Time. That's what be, that'd be good. It'd be, it'd be great if he did. He, he didn't. But it'd be great if he did. I would um, love that. But uh, what they did with it? Yeah. Nah, bro. Yeah, no. Um, but anyway, so they're cutting a promo about something. Uh, like they got uh so, and then uh we got Solo Sokoa, Blonde Uso coming out and like you you were about to say the mat is sacred. Well that mat that that's that mat don't mean shit to me. And I was like, well, okay. Uh, like uh, the only uh, doesn't matter. I'm gonna, I'll, 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 I'm gonna bust you in your mouth. I don't know what he said, but I was just so excited. I was like, I wasn't thinking straight. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, Solo Sokoa versus Walter is gonna be great. Solo Sokoa is gonna lose his first match, but it's gonna be versus Walter. Like I always love when like you got a guy and you've built him up and he's undefeated and he's not losing anybody. But then you figure out a way to like it's to put him in a ma- in a match 
that it's okay for him to lose to that guy. Like Tony D was undefeated and he lost to Pete Dunn. That's there's no shame in that. So what? Yeah. So is undefeated. He's going to lose to Walter. There's no shame in that. You don't have to worry about like having a guy have a 10 month undefeated streak. And then you forget about the fact that he's undefeated and he loses to some stupid roll up. You know, they haven't done that before. No, so like, never. It's, it's a lot better when you actually say, okay, this guy is on a hell of a hot streak, but he came up against a guy who's a little better than he is tonight. I think that's fine. And so it's versus Walter's going to be crazy. I have a better idea for you. Yeah. Build this up for a couple more weeks. Some words are exchanged. So, so Sokoa says, if I beat you, you gotta go back to being Walter. And Walter loses. <laughs> I'd like that. perfect! And then he goes, and if you lose, we yeah. call you Blonduso for the rest of your time in NXT. Yeah. Blonduso versus Walter is what that match should be. Yeah. I'm here for it. I, I'm with you in that, like, call the dude up, because I don't know if he's gonna be doing champions things. Like, I don't think he's ever gonna be an NXT champion. He might be, like, a North American champion. He might be a champion. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but just, it, it's so there right now. Level up it, championship is whoop, a great idea. Whoop, whoop, you can't do championship without vowels. That's very hard. Mm. Um, but I, I feel like the bloodline is going to run its course soon. I think when Roman drops, that whole thing is going to fall apart. So I'm like, capitalize while you can. Mm. Pull that guy up. He's good enough in the ring. He doesn't have to be the world's best talker you have paul Heyman right there yeah. and like four other guys so um, and I, I actually dig like so sokoa's promo style i think it's very cool fine for him yeah very, he's very um just very smooth very cool very chill he kind of fits in with this version of roman because roman is like so kind of like stoic and never gets overwhelmed by anything mm -hmm. like he kind of falls like nests under that very easily i don't know why we're getting the goofy ass new uh usos again um that's been very confusing to me but i i'm i think it just makes more sense to pull him right up into it because it's, it's such a natural story and he's shown he's good in the ring and yeah. he's decent enough on the mic for sure no it's so it's so it's so it's very so simple it's so simple in the build up so, to wrestlemania simple it's so simple it's so simple for the, the, simple yes during the build to wrestlemania you you um roman sends uh the usos huh. after uh right he sends the Usos after Brock and he decimates them time after time. And then they lose the tag belts to who I don't give a shit. And, and, and he's, and he's pissed. And he's like, all right, well, I had, I had to, I had to, I had to bring in the big guns. I had to go back. I had to go to the Island and bring, bring back the guy from the Island. Like um, you can never have a thing earlier. They're like, they had him go away for one episode of SmackDown because he was training for his match versus Brock at, at day one. And then he went, he went to Samoa. Like, have him go to Samoa for a week. And when he comes back, he's got Blonduso with him. And it's like, this is this is our cousin or whatever, whatever you want to call him. And it, like, give him, give him, Solo Uso is a great fucking name. Solo Uso's fine. Ooh, I'll take it. Question for people in the chat. Would you like a spinoff show of Sour Grabs where you nominate things that you've seen this week in wrestling and you have Alex book it better? We'll call say, it. Everybody say yes. Fixed it for you. Yeah. Everybody say yes because selfishly, I want that show. But this this would be an example of one of those things. You just have to be there so that I don't get lonely. Because uh, oh, I'll I be there. That, 
I don't want to do that by myself. I'll be like, your next topic is. <laughs> yeah, you should be, should be the host. I um, love it. And yeah. you get you get like five minutes to come up with something better, and we time it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Lots of yeses in the chat. Let's go. There are three yeses in the chat. <laughs> okay. There's, there's more. There's lots. There's more. Um, there's more. <laughs> this is undecided. That I think is actually my favorite. An enthusiastic yes. Yeah. There we go. If the CSIS weren't watching Kentucky basketball, they would be yeah. in on it. Okay. So, here's, uh, here's oh, wait, somebody here's coming here comparing to, to what I just did to Adam Blompier. Adam Blompier will talk for 48 minutes and have an amazing, like, eight month plan for the booking. I just like, here, just do this thing. I, I, I talked about it for two minutes. It's done. It's better than what you're doing. I'm moving on. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go into like a, a huge, crazy law. Like, this is how they should rebook this thing. No. <laughs> That's good. How hard is this? We'll just call it, it cannot be this hard. <laughs> how hard Wait, is this? How hard is this, you say? How hard is this, I say? Not hard enough. Because okay. in order for it to be that much harder, why you would need blue chew. Your penis is soft. Let me help. Not like that. Bluechew.com. Code Fightful. Bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But it's ready when you are. Or when you're not. It's not about having a problem. It's about having that performance. That excellent performance. That confidence. Fill out their online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You won't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's shipped discreetly and directly to you, and you get that first shipment free when you use that code FIGHTFUL at checkout. You want to be confident, don't you? You want that pay-per-view, that main event performance? Don't let yourself or somebody else down. Use BlueChew.com and the code FIGHTFUL. I'm going to be out of a job if J.W. Pringle sets up segues. <laughs> that, well, that was incredible. He's going to replace me in my own family. He's yeah. going to replace me on here. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Thank you for that, J.W. Pringle. Hey, since we're plugging things, subscribe to Fightful Select. Send in your super chats. Send in your humper chats. Yep. Most of them are for impressions in Cody Rhodes. So if you have anything to say about the show, yeah. feel free. Uh, Normhausen, who is a 10-month member. Thank you, Normhausen. Um, for Linda and Sheila, does the third Uso or Walter, not Gunther, end up being Rex Breaker Steiner so he can move up and be Roman at, Summer, at Summerfest? Um, well, I, I really I really enjoy the solo Uso. I think he's... I think he's wonderful. I didn't. I'm. I'm very. I'm very uh, uh, pleased to see that the burns have cleared up from his face. Apparently, he's been moisturizing. He looks very good now. Been a few weeks. The the, the dermatologist has worked wonders. Um, and I and I like the Walter. Not so much a big fan of the Gunther, but I do like the Walter. Uh, I'm not really sure. Um, I I would love either of them as a as a possibility. To dethrone uh, the Rex Steiner, the the Braun Breaker, um, uh, but uh, I, I do fear that we're not so lucky, and it's going to be the Grayson Waller who does the dethroning. Unfortunately, I don't necessarily know that they're going to dethrone him. Even they might just have him like 
abdicate the throne or whatever, what have you, vacate the championship when he moves up to the main roster, then they'll have some kind of scrum for it. A, a multi-man ladder match, a who's it's uh, a battle royal, whatever you what what have you. And then the winner of that will be the Grayson Waller via some kind of chicatory. You know, I agree with you. I think that Grayson Waller needs the title for the positioning, whereas I think the others are proving their value without the title, which I think is actually a, a, a testament to them that they don't need the title. And I think... You know, with all of the uncertainty now, who knows what's going to happen? I can't say. But it certainly does seem like this Grayson Waller is being positioned as the top heel. And eventually, once he gets through this Larry Knight fellow, once once the Larry Knight loses and hopefully himself gets called up to the main roster, I'm I would hoping. like to see that myself. Yes. You got to have your top bad guy to throw in the top good guy, I think. And I think. Breaker loses. I think that would be a feather in the cap for this Grayson Waller, who I do not like. No, I don't like him at all. I don't like him at all. He's nasty. But that, but if, if if there's one thing that I have learned in my between 48 and 84 years on this planet, it is that whatever I don't like, that is what the WWE will book. I did not realize your age was an inverse of each other. It's I, I, somewhere between 48 and 84, whatever you are feeling on that day, that's how old I am. You know, you're as young as you feel. It's true. Eight husbands in 48 years is a lot. I well, will say that. They were all whirlwind romances. I understand. I was yeah. there. I mean, I've seen them. I was on the altar at six of those eight weddings. You were indeed. I got many addresses from those weddings. Not always my style, but no. some were. Yeah. Uh, speaking of not my style, Nikita Lyons. Um, she's. She, I saw some people who thought, who actually thought that they saw the the outrage that people had at her being a white girl rapper. They're like, hey, let's change her whole gimmick. Now she's a ninja. And I was like, actually, apparently she was doing that on the 205 Live before when it, before it changed to the level up. But no, she's still a white girl rapper who's also a ninja and a kickboxer. And also and now a, a dancer. She, she is her own backup dancer, which is which which is hard to do. And a it's bouncer. To, and and a bouncer. bouncer. She's a bouncer and a guitar player. She is a... A hip hop dancer, rapper, nunchuck wielding bouncer. Tale as old as time. If I had a nickel for every kickboxer slash white girl rapper slash bouncer slash ninja slash guitar player slash daughter of 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 a of a of a of a groupie that I have met in my life, I would have two nickels. Who is the other one? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Alex. <laughs> they gotta get to a point where it's addition by subtraction. They gotta pull things away from the key alliance instead of adding them 
It's so bad. I was like, I saw this and I was like, nah. I did not love this. One bit. There is nothing more satisfying than nailing a routine. No, it's the same satisfaction. As the same satisfaction? It's the same I get the same satisfaction. satisfaction from nailing a routine as I do from like beating some, beating someone, beating somebody ring. up, basically beating someone. And I was dead. like, how would how would you know? Because I watched you do the routine in this promo, and let me tell you, honey, you didn't nail it. Didn't crush it. No. Um, <laughs> see what it was, Alex. Was her yeah. dad sat her down and was like, "You yeah. got to stop beating people up." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't like they started with I kept beating people up and so my dad funneled me into these other five activities that I had to do. Mm-hmm. And she was a bouncer. Like, holy shit, is this in the weeds? Yeah. Like, I don't know how you come. I don't know. She hasn't debuted yet, and I don't know how you come back from this. Like, this is this is just bad. Like, the thing I is, she's don't... she's got an interesting look. I know she she's got does. actual. She's got actual experience. Like, have she has her experience in a lot of things. No, but like, but like actual wrestling experience. Like, she was Faith the Lioness in in World of blah 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 WOW. Um, like, I I know she's got she's got. But what you're doing is you're hampering any chance she has of getting over here by running these vignettes before she shows up. Like, whatever she does in the ring, I'm like, yeah, but the gimmick, though. So just have her show up, and if she's not getting over by what she's doing, like, on television, then run some vignettes to try and help her out. You know what she's not doing in all of these vignettes? She's not keeping that same energy. <laughs> She's keeping very different energy. The energy? It's fluctuates. I mean, I suppose she's the same. Like, I keep the same energy when I'm nailing a routine as I do when I'm nailing somebody in the face when I'm bouncing at my father's club. As I do when I am laying down a track. That's what they call it in the studio. When I'm laying down a track and, and, and dropping some fresh dope rhymes on my new track that I'm just going to drop. My new track drops on Friday with the fresh dope rhymes on it. That's what Nick And I'm keeping the same energy when I do all of that as I do when I use my nunchucks. All the keeping the same energy with the nunchucks as I do when I'm laying down my fresh dope rhymes. Now, have you done the hip hop? Because you sound like you just walked out of... (laughs) recording studio yourself my nephew he's into the hip-hop then he comes over and we talk is he into the migos he's into the migos he like he's the one who introduced me to the migos he said he said he said aunt linda you gotta listen to these they're the migos well he said just migos but i call them the migos there are people in the chat saying maybe she's actually a good wrestler and some say that's not that's not the point i think that is that's that's the point the opposite of the, the opposite of the thing. <laughs> I think she could. I think she might be a great wrestler. I mean, like, like I don't. The the vignettes are not helping. The other. The, I hope. I hope that she shows up next week and she has an amazing match. And I can say all of the stuff that I'm making fun of. 
I'm not making fun of her necessarily. I am making fun of the idea that this is the way they want to present her. As all of these things, when they could pick one. Like, like the idea that a kickboxer who looks like that, that's interesting. Let's just, do that. Just do that one Just, just do that thing. And guess what? I believe a kickboxer would show up at a wrestling promotion and want to win titles. No. I have no idea why the daughter of a groupie who's also a white girl rapper would want to win. No. I don't know. That's dumb. So make, make her a wrestling. thing that makes sense for her to be when she's a wrestler. If you want to be in a wrestling promotion, you have to be a tennis player with a rich dad. Yep. You have to fall asleep somewhere in the back. You have to have met a friend at a bar and beaten them up. Mm. You have to be a 5,000-year-old dragon lady. Mm -hmm. Nothing, like, related yeah. to pro wrestling. Debbie Pringle says Nikita Lyons comes before Veer. Does Cody? That's the real question. That is just, and we'll get to that right after we get to this next match. Braun Breaker versus Santos Escobar. Loved it. Braun Breaker is he is he's got a new thing now, where he destroys things on his way to the ring for his big title defenses. Remember how he pulled something off a chain and then kicked an NXT logo and something? Um, uh, First, it was time, the Miz letters, but NXT. Yes. And then um, he, uh, tonight, he came out on a pre-taped thing, uh, it wearing he wearing one of his old singlets. I say one of his old singlets because it's not his new singlet. And he dropped a road flare and a pile of gasoline and lit the Vengeance Day logo on fire behind him. And then he walked into the camera, which we're supposed to, I think, believe was him walking to the ring, like in that moment. But when he came out, he was wearing brand new tiger print tights and a singlet. And I was like, I wouldn't think anything of it if he had lit the road flare while wearing street clothes, like jeans and a t-shirt and a leather jacket. Like we, we've seen him before in street clothes. But the fact that he, the fact that you want me to believe that he walked out in a singlet, an old singlet, lit the thing on fire and then walked to the ring. And in the middle of it, he switched to a different singlet. Like, cause you're definitely per, per, like, I know that that's a pre-tape from obviously days ago. But then have him do it in his new singlet that he's going to wear in the ring if you're going to try and make me believe that it's uh, whatever. doesn't matter. To me, all I could think about was how I was like, you want this to be the rock flamethrower moment when he set the yep. WrestleMania thing on yep. fire? And they were so mad that he would show up for the Super Bowl and not WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you didn't botch the whole egg storyline for his yeah, movie, yeah. he might be a little more interested. That's true. Um, I, 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 uh, I thought this was great. I thought that that uh, Santos looked really Stop. good. Stop. <laughs> Braun Breaker, the Tiger King. King? Yeah. Um, he. <laughs> he. Uh, he got to look really good in this. The, as good as he's looked in a long time. Um, he got yes. to. Uh, um, he he hit his um, his arrow from the depths of hell. That crazy flying suicide dive where he like leads with the crown of his head, and like I heard an audible crack, and then they were like right in the jaw, and you actually saw like 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 
breaker feeling around in his lower mandible. And I was like, holy crap, if he broke the kid's jaw because he cracked him with the crown of his head on a suicide dive. Holy shit. <laughs> I thought um, he lost a tooth. That's what I was looking for. I was yeah, it was it, it was it, it looked it looked really real. Uh the rest of the match was really great. It was it was Braun Breaker fighting from underneath because he was trying to like get get past all the damage that had been done with earlier in the match. Um, but he does, even though we have Dolph Ziggler come out and super kick him behind the ref's back because the ref sucks. Um, and then um uh, uh Santos crawls over and onto the pin and i was like they're not gonna do this are they no but wasn't um, it fun to have a second of doubt yeah it was it was, that fun. was fun and i love how angry dolph ziggler got because i think she, i guess he thought he could beat santos easier yeah he was just so furious that the broad breaker he lost his mind he was so angry this was when this was when vic joseph said dolph ziggler beside himself He's just very angry, Vic. Vic, just say he's angry. Um, yeah. And then uh, and then he tries to get involved again, but Champapa shows up, drags him out, out, from under, out, out from below the ring ropes, and they, they battle to the back. And then he hits his, his uh, really cool power slammy type thing on Santos and gets the one, two, three, and gets to defend. And... Um, and Dolph Ziggler's going to beat Champapa next week on NXT. And then Dolph Ziggler's going to get a title match uh, at, the, at the matinee on the first night of, uh, of, of WrestleMania this year. I don't know why Dolph Ziggler gets that match. It seems to me like you, you have time. You have a month and a half to build one of your actual NXT people to be worthy of having a match versus Braun Breaker. At the matinee, at the mania matinee. I think, as we're talking about this, it just occurred to me that maybe that is to have some name to try and get people there live at all. Mm-hmm. That's so much wrestling in one day. That's so unfair to do to your NXT talents. Yeah. That's so unfair. Like the the takeovers before Mania were better than Mania in the past few. Yeah. Like, um, just like absurdly good, upsettingly good. Yeah. Um. So that's that's what I'm really thinking is maybe they want one name that the elusive casual fan might yeah. recognize. But I I think the match will be good. I loved I like Ziggler. Like I loved him losing his mind here. I thought that was really fun. I thought Escobar was just fantastic. Um, and, and it didn't surprise me. I, I And the the build to this, I actually really like too. Like this is a story that I've liked in NXT 2.0, basically from beginning to end. I've loved all the work he did. We're not going to get to see Braun Breaker fight from behind in a lot of situations. So yeah. because of his stature, so to do it in a numbers game situation was was great. It's a different type of match for him to wrestle. Um, Escobar's just so damn cool. Yeah, like I, he just is, and and a, a fantastic in ring storyteller and wrestler. Like really, really, really impressive. Johnny Knoxville is going to win the, the IC title from Sami Zayn at WrestleMania, and Santos Escobar. But how can we possibly know that Sami Zayn is already your IC champion, Alex? How would we possibly know that? Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm just assuming. 
Um, but, Are you? Because they spoiled everything. I know. I know. They, 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 they spoiled. They spoiled it on social media. Um, they wanted to spoil it themselves, not having somebody else spoil it. That's because they they have they have FOMO of the fear so. of missing out on spoiling things themselves. God forbid someone else do it and make you yeah. sound cool. No. Um. Anyway, Johnny Knoxville is going to be the you know IC champion coming out of WrestleMania. He's going to vacate the title, and they're going to have something uh, uh something to to crown a new one. Whoever, whoever, whatever they do, battle royal, ladder match, tournament, Santos Escobar should be the new Intercontinental Champion after that. that um, that's, yes, that's what they but do. there's a big part of me that wants it to be LA Knight. Okay. I want some stable feuds on the main roster, I think. Like, if not the Bloodline, call up, call up Legato yeah. and have them... Hell, call up Diamond Mine too. Empty the well. I don't know. But I feel like with Legato, there is something special with the entire group. Everybody has their role. Um, Electra has some charisma and a great look about her. She can actually talk. I just think it would be more fun to have a unit versus a unit because we just don't get that up there anymore. No, I know. I know. So and I'm um, an LA Knight Mark, because I'm not a yeah, dummy. Um, Mark Losper says, real, first real Braun Breaker match I've watched. The hype is real. If this doesn't screw this up, big if. He's going to be an absolute megastar. I feel like this guy is a, is a can't miss unless you miss on purpose. Yeah, this, because he is someone that's great that also fits the Vince mold. So it's it's not like Vince is going to miss him. V- because Vince this, would this have to actively screw, actively screw this up. Like not we've seen it happen. We have but... we've seen it, we've seen it happen. But like um he's he's just he's just got a specific something. Like there's a certain and 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 it's it's you you have you have to lean into the Steiner thing. He's going to get the dog face gremlin wherever he goes, like All lean into time. it. This is this is Rick Steiner's kid, this is Scotty Steiner's nephew. Braun there's Steiner. a re- he he is he is a genetic freak. The that's that's what Steiner should tell himself that Scotty did, and I have his genes in. I I am a genetic freak. Like that is what I I have that whole thing, man. <laughs> yeah, I have it too. But because because of a few things, this is the Vince mold, right? Mm. And on top of that, it's not only someone who fits the Vince mold; it's yeah. someone that Vince has discovered without the Triple H era. Sure. Yeah. So I I think if you don't have him dethrone Roman, I don't know what this title reign is. Right. Yeah. And so well, no. Here's the here's the deal. Um. Uh. I I I can't see my way to Roman beating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. No. So. So so. Braun Braun Breaker's not going to dethrone Roman. Brock's going to do it. So. It's like it's the biggest waste of time ever because you've of all the people on on God's green earth who do not need the rub of being the guy to beat Roman Reigns after this 600 day reign. Brock Lesnar needs it the least, but that's what they're going to I do. think Roman retains. I thought you were saying the opposite. No, 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 no. You think Brock wins? They're not going to have Brock lose to Deuce Roman again. They're just, they're just not. Like, they're just not going to have that happen again. I mean, they they might, but then the next time they wrestle, he'll beat him. 
Like, they're just not going to have Brock Lesnar lose to Roman over and over and over and over and over again. They didn't bring him back for that. They brought him back to dethrone Roman. You know, there is a thing that... I don't know what Brock's contract is. Because he came back at SummerSlam. If he signed a one-year contract, yeah, there's a limit to that, right? Um, I suppose. I, I heard it was 18 months. You know what? But... Let it end in a DQ. Yeah. Again. Just be symbolic of Roman's entire reign and have it end in a DQ. Yeah. Um, Chris Pereira says stick Bivens with Bra- uh, with Braun Steiner versus Reigns at SummerSlam since the kid can't cut a promo yet without just yelling. I actually do like his promo style, but it is one note. Um, Bivens versus Heyman in a promo war for a month would be great. And okay. that is true. That, that's that is that is true. I, I, but I, would I don't think that. Breaker's that guy because I don't think he, I don't think he needs it. Because he may. It's it's not even just like delivery and how captivating you are. It's the making sense of shit stuff. Yeah. That like is so valuable with a manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay. Well, we got through the main event. <laughs> Adrenaline. In the Roman, Roman loses to Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. Something, 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 Cody Rhodes. He owns that. He owns that music. He owns that song. So you mean he... on the way out, he's gonna take it all away. He'll take it all away. He's gonna take his theme song. Um, he's uh, <laughs> he's he's Cody Rhodes is gonna debut. I I. If he doesn't debut at the Blood Money show on Saturday in some kind of crazy swervy thing, he's showing up on Raw um, on Monday. Like, they're just going to do it right now. There are two possibilities I see for what they're doing with Cody Rhodes coming out of this. Everyone says, oh, Vince is really happy to have poached a guy, you know, a top guy from the other place, and he's going to push him or whatever. So there's there's two ways that they're going to do it. Either that... They're going to give him a mega push as this guy. We stole this guy. Look what a big star we stole from the other place. That that's what they're going to do, right? And we're going to push him. We're going to make him the WWE champion. We're going to do all this stuff. They're pushing to the moon. We're going to do all that. Or uh, they're going to put him in a polka dot singlet. And they're going to make it. They're going to put him in a metaphorical polka dot singlet. They're going to do to him what they did to Dusty, to his dad. They're going to also do to him what what um, they're going to they're going to like this this guy left here and went to the other place and I'm going to be a big star. And then we got him back. This is the best that place has to offer. And look at who this guy is. Now, now, I don't think Vince is going to let his pettiness get in the way of making money. But it might, because he's got a track record of that. I think it's I think it's an 80% first thing that he's going to push Cody Rhodes and, and make a big deal of it and try and make put Cody Rhodes into a star, at least for the first few months. Or 20%, we brought him in to bury him and, by extension, the other place as well. So my take on it, and it, he hasn't signed there, so it's not a foregone conclusion. It's just it's like a probable conclusion. It's going to happen. Um, there's two things. One, the IC title 
is something that would immediately be elevated by him and immediately be something that's meaningful to him and is a picture that needs all of the help. So I think it's beneath him. I think so too. He didn't didn't sign for a giant amount of money to go back to WWE to be the IC champion. But here's here's why I think dead ends position. Here's why I think they're going to push him. I think, I think they're going to push him because I think they would, I think they now view pushing him as burying um, AW. You know what I mean? Like, I I think they're going to keep him happy so that he doesn't. Oh Lord, here he is. Hi, buddy. What's up, guys? Is that the leader of the ship to 5,000 Patreon subscribers, Sean Cross? It is. It is. Well, oh, look at look at Alex switching it up from the, with the bar in the middle. I like it. Dang. How you doing, Sean? Here you all are talking about some stuff. And also, yeah. I gave you that extra half hour. Thank yeah. God, right? Yeah. We love that you're we, here. We have to use it. I mean, the guy's paying for it. That's true. That's if we true. didn't, if we weren't excited you were here, we'd be like, nah. But <laughs> and, and the super chats are good tonight. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We love that you're here. Man. How you so, doing? Uh, What's happening? I'm kind of. I'm just kind of bored of the week, the last seven days. Yeah, it's been, I mean, nothing exciting in football nothing for you, happened. nothing exciting no, in wrestling would, for you. Would hate if I had to break something else tomorrow Oof. that was co- not Cody related at all, not Austin related at all. Huh. Would hmm. hate that if I had to break something bad. else contract related tomorrow on FightfulSelect.com. That would be a shame. That would be oh, a real bummer. You It'd know why? Because it's not like that many people can afford to subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. It, yeah, I know. It's not. It's just five bucks. But I mean, I feel like I might have to. I don't want to, but I might have to break some contract related stuff from multiple companies over the next week. Like, I oh, just boy. feel like I got to. I, 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 it's been like, God, 14 whole hours since that story came out. And yep. I think people are getting bored. I know I'm getting bored, so. Absolutely. You look a little tired. I'm not going to lie. I'm exhausted. I think the next three months are going to age you like when you see a president at the beginning and the end of their term. I think that's going to happen. I already got a little gray in my beard. And at the young (laughs) age of, at the young age of 23, I already have gray in my beard. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. um, So this news, this Cody news, the Austin news yesterday. Holy crap! I'm gonna have some more on the Cody thing as it as it evolves. But Kate, you were you were on the show with me I was. Friday, and I I gave you the heads up. I was like, listen, you were like, something's happening crazy. as we're about to go on air. Yes, <laughs> and you didn't. You people probably didn't notice because Sean's such a professional, but there was yep. definitely some orchestrating that I saw going on. Because I was privy to it, but yes, um, yeah, that what a what a wild thing. And then what was funny was yesterday, I was on a different podcast and I saw a tweet from Sean that said like, "Big story coming to select." And you thought and I was that like, was the one? Holy shit! And then it was the- <laughs> well, when I when I saw Alvarez like teasing that big news was coming, I but thought he meant the Cody snoopy. thing. <laughs> and then I started to snoop, and people are like, "Oh no, it's Austin! It's the Austin story!" So that was pretty wild because I didn't expect that one to, to come out, but like Keith Lee and switchblade were six days ago. Yep. It feels pre pandemic now. It does. What the hell, man? You know, and like, 
probably June of last year. I was like, you know what? CM Punk and Brian Danielson are going to be in AEW and Cody Rhodes is not. That sounds realistic. <laughs> yeah. On, like, that's why when people said like a month ago when we broke this story, ah, what? that's the big story yeah, you hyped happen. up. Big story you hyped up. Oh, oh, my God. Never say never in wrestling. The whole landscape is changing. It's not just changing for AEW, it's changing for WWE. I don't expect the people who own WWE to own it in a few years, even. Like, I think they're going to sell the company eventually. But um, I think they're going to keep paying top guys top money to keep them there and to put some doubt in the minds of other people to say, I wonder if I could leave AEW or elsewhere and make that top money. I wonder if I'd be one of those guys that could get there. Because at least then you're going to get a lot of contracts like expiring and people testing those waters at the very least to see if it's even possible. Uh, like for for all the stuff where people are like, oh, the MJF 2024 thing is a bit. I don't think it's a bit. No. I think he's he's like, you know what? I'm going to get paid by somebody legitimately. So um, at, at minimum, it's a huge amount of leverage. Like you'd be yes. an idiot not to. Eddie Kingston talked about leveraging WWE against AEW because that's just what you do. So right. at, at minimum, there's going to at least be conversations. I'm going to do my favorite thing and read a super chat. Mark Losper says credit to SRS and the team uh, the, the, for the work you guys have been put doing. News is good, but analysis is what keeps people like me coming uh -huh. back. Well done. Well, we got plenty of that on Fightful Select. I'm going to break some more news this week. I got a lot of like movement news across multiple companies like Impact, AW, some other places. There's 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 a lot of moving parts right now, like uh, from all points of the card, from the top of the card to the bottom of the card. Yeah. Uh, but what about Wrestling Society X? We know you I wish that would be nice. <laughs> I don't think Human Tornado is getting signed anywhere. No! Uh, I think he's pretty much I think he's pretty much. <laughs> pretty much ruined uh his welcome in most places but yeah the cody thing was surprising he didn't come out and crash anything with a sledgehammer he didn't destroy a throne but that's because vince and bruce have already destroyed triple h's throne over the last six or seven yes. months correct just they, they splattered paint all over it he came out with like a like a, a giant sized gorilla glue or something and like glued <laughs> it back together <laughs> yes so i see somebody saying we finally figured out who shane mcmahon is wrestling at wrestlemania cody rhodes oh i would i think it would be a legitimately great storyline if vince mcmahon welcomed cody rhodes back as the son he wished he had yeah or the son he never had which mm. is it should be even better a triple threat with triple h let's go <laughs> oh man well guys enjoy i ate up some of your time goodbye I'm taking that time back. Uh, Greg Poland says, uh, for the scoops, Mark Losper says, unrelated to this show, but safe to say that any AW's honeymoon is over. Yeah, people are going to start, what their contracts are going to be up and they'll ask for what they think they're worth. And it may honestly not be within budget because guess what? AW is not making a billion dollars a year. They're making good money, but not a billion dollars a year. So they're not, they're not able to sign everybody for whatever they're going to be asking for. No, and I will say, too, like, there's going to be people, this is entirely independent of anything that I know from Sean, so please don't be like, oh, what? SRS said, like, you're happy with your contract, and then, as an EVP, you probably know what they paid CF on. Right. You probably know what yes. they paid Brian Danielson. 
And you're probably saying, I do all this other work and I'm getting yeah. paid an eighth, a quarter, or whatever of right. that. I want CM Punk level money because I might not bring as much value as him to merch or the show, but I'm doing all this other work. Right. I'm doing the vlogs. I'm working dark or whatever. So I think you start to wonder like, well, how deep does that budget really go? And if you, right. if you can't even meet halfway with what WWE can offer right now, people are, are going to jump ship. So it's going to be interesting. And AEW ain't perfect. They did nothing with Brian Cage. That face turn murdered him. He's not my favorite guy, but he should never have turned face. Um, that guy would probably be a great fit for, for WWE. So people are going to come. People are going to go. It's wrestling. Take it extremely seriously is the important part. And always. And you definitely know better what's right for someone in their family. And you you know the inner workings of a company better than the people that work there. So just True. always keep that in mind in your online presence that you are you definitely are more smart right. in, in those ways. And I and I and I don't and I don't know what is right for Cody Rhodes. I know it would be right for me. And I would never set foot in that company again. There you go. After after the after hey after he left. Prove he can do it elsewhere. I would never, ever go back to WWE for any amount of money. Because guess what? I already have plenty. And yeah. whatever the hell Tony Khan can pay me is enough, certainly, for my family to live on. That's how I view it. If you want to say, no, I want to make all this extra money now so I can retire and never do anything for the rest of my life, that's fine. I totally get that. That's your choice. I do not, I would never prize the salary I'll be getting from somewhere over creative freedom, not working for a megalomaniacal asshole, all that kind of stuff. But that's just, that's my own personal proclivities. Um, but I never would never tell anybody what else they should do. Um, we, uh, we got a lot of super chats about this kind of stuff. So we're going to go dive right into them. The nerd guru says this Cody stuff is bonkers. If he does come back to WWE, I don't know what he does. The only thing I got is if he gets the NXT reigns and is like, what has happened to my father's legacy? But no chance of that. Like, honestly, him falling into that role, I think would be the best possible use of him within the company. Um, because we've seen that like Vince sours on people in the in the main event scene and just drops them right back down to nothing whenever he feels like it. it I would love it if Cody Rhodes got to be a, a, a legitimate main eventer coming out and cutting his weird Cody promos and 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 having having great matches because we've seen he can like that's the thing the last match he had in AEW was that ladder match with Sammy and I think the match he had before like two matches before that one was the thing he had with Andrade like Where he set himself on fire he's amazing still I hope that he still gets to wrestle good matches but then again they'll probably have like distraction roll up finishes that's the problem that's it. um. Mark Losper says, of course Cody owns his theme song. Nobody else wants it. Now that's harsh. I like the I like that song. Something, something. I tell you what, I think with the bajillion of plays it has on Spotify, Downstate would be just fine having yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but um, that ain't how that works. Yeah. Mark Losper says, WWE would push Cody because they'll say, see how we're treating your hero? We'll do the same to you. It's the biggest play they could make. Yes, it would be the smart play and not the petty play. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't know what 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 brain worm is going to get into Vince's head in that particular moment, you know? The best thing they can do, because I think we know what the title picture looks like with Mania. 
I feel like, is you put him in something with Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins cuts promos about how Cody couldn't even be the top guy at a company he founded. And Seth Rollins just goes hard in on that. Mm -hmm. Um, And Cody comes back to say, no, I could have been, but I chose to be the guy that changed it from the inside and talks a bunch of shit about CM Punk and how he didn't do that or whatever. Like, you could very easily set that program up I, for some reason i'm just like if you're gonna if you are gonna get owens and austin at mania i feel like seth is the guy to to do that with i just think he he could make that feel so grounded and real this is all assuming that cody actually does this yeah. by the way andrew and that he's says, coming back now andrew says so we're all in agreement that cody confronts johnny knoxville after he wins the ic title um no <laughs> I could see him winning it in a a vacated title of some sort, but I no Johnny Knoxville is going to vacate it when he wins it, when he wins it, not if he wins it, when he wins it, because they're not going to do that without him winning. The nerd guru says there was a Stardust Casino commercial during the broadcast, which means that one hundred and fifty percent of Cody Rhodes will don the paint and defeat our tribal chief. That's it. Um, never never forget. All they had to do was just let, let him, him not let him stardust. drop stardust. He never would have left. AEW never would have been formed, guys. There's no way AEW gets formed if if they if if Cody Rhodes doesn't leave. No way. It's and crazy. ROH probably shuts down four years earlier. <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> Cody's gonna win the elimination chamber and beat Roman. And main event in Dallas. That's why he left AEW. That'd be a crazy thing for him to replace somebody in the Elimination Chamber by 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 Saturday. Uh, Tom Lavalley sent that one in. Um, he might. I I I don't think necessarily they're going to get that done that quick. I also um, don't know if that guy wants to immediately just like go to Saudi Arabia and show up. I mean, I don't know. They pay a lot of money to do those things, you know. They do. Um, uh, Jay Blood says, uh, though Cody's profile is way higher re- re-entering WWE, and the incentive exists to treat his signing as a coup, at what point does he job to Madcap? I'm, I'm thinking fall? Mid-fall. October. October. I was going to say, yeah, like four or five months. October's when he jobs to Madcap. Um, Mark Quill says, we got to get a special Cody Rhodes theme verse from Kate in honor of the news. We've gotten right. those before. All right. But... All right. Ready? <clears throat> here here it is. Yeah, here we go. Adrenaline left my soul. I am not Cody Rhodes. I am Stardust. Look at my face paint. <laughs> you thought I would be elite until the end of time. But for now, I ain't. <laughs> for now? <laughs> I ain't I... <laughs> is great. Um, Ricardo El Idolo. Cody leaving AEW is massive. Love him or hate him, he's a cornerstone of the company. If he goes to the Fed, it'll be a huge coup. But don't complain when the boot you lick is shitty, Code Man. You lost that goodwill. Listen, I, I mean, I, 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 I believe that there's a part of me that thinks that the whole reason he left and then went on his tour of all these places and, and did all the, he, 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 remember he had the picture of the list of everybody he wanted to face and all this kind of stuff. And he went to Japan and went to ROH and went to impact. 
and then he started AEW. He had, he did the all in, then he did the uh, AEW and everything. All of that was to prove to Vince that he could be the biggest star in wrestling. And like, and the re and that he can't be the biggest star elsewhere, but he can be the biggest star under Vince. So he thinks that he because at that level, you gotta have a little bit of narcissism and egotism to think that I'll be the one to convince Vince that Roman isn't the guy, I'm the guy. I think that there's something within Cody. Like you, you you watch just the way he talks, he's got that in him. I I do not know. I don't know. I just don't know. Like we just don't we don't actually know anything. It's like yeah. we don't know what it's like to be an executive at a wrestling company. We don't know what it's like to be one of four EVPs at a wrestling company, which just seems like a terrible idea in general. Um Sean has said that he's left on good terms everywhere he's gone. It sounds like he's leaving AEW on good terms. Um if he goes back to WWE, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Um because you think about like the promo he gave about it being the Ellis Island or whatever, but like maybe for the next three years he wants to make millions of dollars and then he'll come back as a huge heel in AEW if they're still in existence. Yeah. Like there's so many there's so many things that go into making that decision, and we probably see the tip of the iceberg and make our own assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um and again, he hasn't signed. It's it's likely, but he yeah. hasn't signed. So um who knows? Who the hell knows? Yeah. Uh, that last promo we gave named everywhere but WWE. Yeah, it's true. So we'll see. Luis says, never forget what Vince did to goddamn DDP. I mean, he had a lot more uh, vitriol stored up for, for Ted Turner and WCW yeah. than he has uh, for AEW. But that's always a possibility. I, I, I don't think they'll do that to start with. But no, I, 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 but I wouldn't put it past him after a year. You know what I mean? To just oh, like, for sure. I don't these, even think it'll take power him. on the whole thing, and then just like start burying him. It like intensely. The, the second him, he you know? gets, he loses steam. Yeah, he's gonna get like this huge eight month run. Right, and then the second he loses his steam, he'll he'll be mm-hmm. where everybody else is. Yeah, and the only wrestler that he hasn't wrestled from that from that list is Roderick Strong. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, which would which would be interesting if they actually got to have a match now that he's going there. But it'd somebody, be interesting somebody, if they release Roger. Somebody Stroud. did a, a a fake a fake one of like the list now that he's going yes. back to WWE, and <laughs> and the one that just made me just go like this <laughs> for like a minute straight is have a feud with Riddle where I steal his scooter. Yep. And I was like, you're gonna be able to check that one off for sure, dude. They're definitely doing that one with you, Cody. Um, um, I thought that was hilarious. Um, amazing. Mark Losper says, people who come wrestle with me, a lot of these people are frankly lifers, and they know it. Uh, that's a quote from Cody Cody Rhodes that aged like milk. That's a the, quote from Tony Sahara Khan Bever- that yeah. aged like milk. Yo, Tony, that's right, Tony Khan, that's right. Uh, yeah. You don't... <sighs> they need a publicist. You don't they, say that under any circumstances. No, you don't. Because the, the one that you never know. laps it, even if even if it's just Marco stunt that now feels personal because you said you went out of your right. way to say it. Tony Khan right. loves to go out of his way to say things. Oh, he's again, again, he's, he's, he is, he's very much baby Vince. 
Yeah, like as far as like as far as like billionaire. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, just another another billionaire billionaire's kid. Um, uh, Rob Reed says I'm upset. I kind of am too. Cody Cody Rhodes should have debuted tonight on NXT because then he'd be able to sing. Cody Rhodes left his show to go to NXT 2.0 to give a couple of guys a trophy. I mean, it's that's true, but the that first stanza can stick around still. So that's true. It could. You never know. It could be other um, rhymes. Uh, uh. So we got more of these things. Oh, by the way, JB Pringle sent in a super chat. Saying, did I miss the long running running bit call out? Meaning the uh, you know, the the whole thing with him and your dad. No, you didn't miss it. I just saved it for later. Uh Jamie Pringle says, Hi, Kate's mom and dad. Hey, Paul Elizabeth, do you like westerns? I decided to watch Tombstone of N- instead of NXT 2.0. What's your favorite western? Paul Hensler replied, Greetings, Team Kalex and JW Pringle. Hair Pringle, my favorite Western is Blazing Saddles. JW Pringle says, Amazing choice, Tall Paul. You've got good taste. That's appropriate because a lot of times when watching NXT 2.0, I'm like, They are so talented and they are so dumb. (laughs) It's true. Um, Joey Castro says, I rarely get to catch this so a show live. Thank you for being the most entertaining review show on the internet. Linder and Sheeler forever. Um, yes, we need well, t-shirts so the, bad. The the Cody Rhodes is going back to where, of course, my former flame, the Dusty Rhodes, was forced to, to be a plumber. I suppose some kind of dancing plumber. And and let me tell you, uh, he told me those were the worst days of his career. He hated him so much. But but you know he had to he had to do it. He was a man of honor, and so whatever Vince told him to do, he did it. The emotional connection between you and him, I thought, was going to last forever. I really did. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a road flare burning itself out on a vengeance day sign. Just a a, a, a flickering flame that burned very hot. A road very very hot, and then to the top of the of flame. Yep, that's true. I have a question for you, Alex. Yeah. Cody Rhodes re-enters the picture, right? Yeah. How much more stupendous does that make WrestleMania on a oh, scale of one to it, stupendous? Code, if Cody Rhodes has his first match back in the Fed at Mania versus somebody like Seth Rollins, it it it, it, it I don't know, like it's it makes Mania ten times more interesting to me. Like I I was talking. Mm, I didn't on... ask interesting. I asked stupendous. <laughs> Stupendous, more stupendous for me okay. personally in my own personal. Ten time, world. ten more stupendouses. Ten more stupendi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I was talking on on Sour Graps last night. I'm not looking forward to anything because I'm so convinced now that Alexa Bliss is going to win the chamber match, depriving us of Bianca getting revenge on Becky, um, which is the only match that I had been looking forward to. Apparently on the card, like I really don't care about anything else that's happening on on that thing. And so, uh, and now though. If it's Cody, yeah, I I, I kind of want to see what the hell they do with, with Cody's first match back with all so, the fucking pyro and everything. So the thing that you'd be most interested in at WrestleMania is the thing that just left AEW 24 yes. hours ago. Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. That's very true. Very true. 
Um, They're gonna make that a triple threat, and that's gonna make me want to die. It's gonna be uh, Bianca, Bianca, Alexa, and Becky, and that's gonna be. And then, and then Bianca can pin uh, Alexa, and Becky will be protected. Yeah, and Becky can be protected. That's what they'll do. Um, uh, Luis says, "So, Sheila, are you saying that Dusty believe the honor is real?" Oh, Love boy. is real, yeah. and honor is real. Um, I think the only mania course of action that we would care about is Rollins, Edge, or Orton. Orton for the history, and those promos, oh man, oh man. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean... I, I want I Edge and I, AJ. Uh, yeah, sure. I, 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 I wouldn't mind Cody and AJ. Uh, I don't really, I don't really care about watching Cody Rhodes wrestle Randy Orton. I don't really don't care about that. Like that's not the thing. I don't. I would. I. I, I guess. I guess. I'm I have an a... emotional attachment to Legacy because it was the first thing yeah, that I, I I saw when I started watching yeah. wrestling, yeah. and I don't even care about that. Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. I have like an emotional attachment to it, and I still don't care. Yeah. I'm always interested in what Kevin Owens is doing just because I think he's so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So, uh, uh, Jay Blood says, nice Ivan Reitman shout out with the shirt. That's my Simpsons Ghostbusters mashup shirt. Thank you very much. Yes, it was a nice shout out specifically to Ivan Reitman. Um, uh, to talk about something cheery and unrelated, Shotkit29 says, thoughts on Nick Wayne. The kid is a prodigy to say the least. And AW now have 38 amazing pillars. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward. I think he's going to be more like apprenticing and figuring out how to, how to, I mean, he's technically he's a minor. He's like, yeah, he's, he's, he's very young. Um, he's uh, a fantastic, he's a wrestler. fantastic young wrestler, but like, you know, he'll, he'll definitely grow into it. Um, I think it's kind of cool that like creating a little farm system. Uh, yeah. do Billy know. Starks next. Yeah, sure. He's for the love of God. Um, uh, J.W. Pringle says, Noah keeps me up at night. Boy wrestler with long hair. The hair is wet. Lady wrestler with long hair. The hair is dry. Why the difference? Dun, it's what, it's dun. whatever whatever the hell Vince thinks. I don't know. I, I just don't know. Ryan Sullivan says, thoughts on the new NXT show set. I'm assuming he meant the level up set. Um, okay, I don't like why I don't like it. Why is that one primary colors and the other one is bright neon colors? Um, it's, it's, uh, it's also, it's green and orange. Is it like really? Bright neon green and orange is what I, I only saw that picture from Sean. Yeah. Um, it looks like it, the, 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 the colors appear to be that. Um, I'm so bothered by their lack of vowels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm um, meeting. Um, uh, shaddy. Shetty Huda says NXT 2.0 was great tonight. Carmel- Carmelo and Braun are the future. It was it was great overall in the ring. It's just the rest of the crap that they do on the outside of the ring that kind of pulls the whole product down. Ew, I'm looking at the set now and it's stupid. <laughs> Why does it look like Christmas? I don't know. Um, Mark Losper says, uh, I don't know if the famed Australian rubbish soap opera Neighbors has reached America. I would watch 35 episodes of that in a row rather than these segments. I don't know it, but... No, it's, it's a rubber soap opera. Uh, I'd probably watch it, too, because this is really bad. Mark Losper says, you give him the extra half hour? Oh, yes, he did. 
um, but he also took away nine of our minutes. So we're going nine minutes over the extra half hour. He came came here and started talking himself. So uh, now all you have left are the jukeboxes. We have, oh, uh, Mark Losper says uh, that uh, uh, Bivens' terrible towel was actually uh, a send-up of uh, John Cena. With his I know, I'm just a Steelers fan, and we have I... no quarterback, so I was making a funny. <laughs> okay, from last week, the Bad Into One Jam Beard asked for Wilford Brimley to sing the DX theme. And so we're going to do both of those back-to-back, -back, I guess. Here we go. All right. Uh, da da Oh boy. Um uh here we go. Uh da, da, da. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Um <clears throat> are you ready? You think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters, break it down, diabetes. <laughs> that's 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 that one. Not doing I didn't that realize that. diabetes was part of the song. Oh, it's it's it's, it's the, the, the degeneration. Uh, 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 yeah, okay. Uh, this is apparently the, the, the king of rock version from from the, from WWF Aggression uh, by Run DMC. Apparently, is as Wilford Brimley now. Apparently, <clears throat> I gotta come to your rings because I'm so high. Even you and R. Kelly believe I can fly. Sheldon Jammy's one of them Grammy rappers chanting and cheering, sending more of all y'all without a record in years. My catalog got a, a long list of hits in the stores and for you sample happy suckers out there breaking the laws, rather hit you where it gets you and bring it up on a charge. You'd be better just to let a lawyer know from the start. The King of Rock, who? Well, that'd be my hobby and job and when I come and bring the ruckus, suckers duck and then dodge. The King of Rock, what? What? I'm sorry. What? Diabetes. <laughs> there you go. That's that. <laughs> I'm gonna get um, signs of like rating all of them. Uh, it should get like one through ten. You should hold it up at the end of each I one. I know, and I don't think um, it would ever be below a nine. Uh, so here we go. Ricardo L. Edelohausen says Walter does crush him by Megadeth. Okay. Enter the arena and hit the lights. Step up now, you're in for a ride. This is war. Ain't no fun in games. We get it up. You go down in flames. Party time. Going down. You better not mess around. The stakes are rich. Take a hit. Oh, stay. The price is right. Someone's going to pay. Heads I win, tails you lose. Out of my way, I'm coming through. Roll the dice. Don't think twice. We crush. Crush them. There you go. That's that one. Thank you very much. Loves it. Mm -hmm. um, so we have now, uh, we're going to have two Regal wraps. The original and then another one had, came through. And then we have an, uh, a new end of show bit. We um, do. Which, uh, which is, I'm going to do first. The idea comes from J.W. Pringle. We have the Regal rap. I'd like to, to add Tony D's Country Time. Tony D reads 90s country music lyrics. Let's start with Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. All right, let's do that. Let's start with that. Here we go. Tony D reads 90s country music lyrics. When the sun goes down on my side of town, that lonesome feeling comes to my door. 
and the whole world turns blue. There's a rundown bar across the railroad tracks. I got a table for two way in the back where I sit alone and I think of losing you. I spend most every night beneath the light of a neon moon. Now, if you lose, you're one and only. There's always room here for the lonely to watch your broken dreams dance in and out of the beams of a neon moon. There you go. Thank you for the idea, J.W. Pringle. Uh, now we got two the regal raps. Moon. Oh, regal raps. Two regal raps. <laughs> One of them is from Zach Barber. It is Country Grammar by Nelly. There you go. Careful, friend. Yeah, I, I will. I will try. <laughs> I will try. <clears throat> see if I can. I think go. this song references. Oh, does it now? Okay. MSK would be still illegal in 13 states. Hmm. I'm going downtown, baby. Your street in a Range Rover. Sweet sweeper, baby. Cocked, ready to let it go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa. What? Listen to it. Pound. Light it up and take a puff. Pass it to me now. I'm going downtown, baby. Your street in a Range Rover, street sweeper, baby, cocked, ready to let it go. Shimmy, shimmy, cocoa, what? Listen to it, pound. Light it up and take a puff. Pass it to me now. Mm. You can find me in St. Louis rolling on dubs, smoking on dubs in clubs, blowing up like cocoa puff sipping bud, getting perved and getting dubbed. Daps and hugs, mean mugs and shoulder shrugs. And it's all because accumulated enough scratch just to navigate it. Wood decorated on chrome and it's candy painted. Fans fainting while I'm entertaining. Uh, uh, wild, ain't it? How me and money get acquainted. I hang with Hannibal Lecter. So feel me when I bring it, sing it loud. What? I'm from the loo and I'm proud. I run a mile for the cause. I'm righteous above the law. Player, my style's raw. I'm born to Mac like Todd Shaw. Whoever that may be. War Games! <laughs> All right, and the last one, of course, in honor Did of not the... know William Regal and Hannibal Lecter. No, just <laughs> like th like this. Um, Tag team if I ever heard one. In, uh, in, in honor, um, <laughs> this, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, a, a, a real tough one, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Bored Dude 630 uh, for getting me canceled forever if I mess up even once reading these lyrics. I feel like we shouldn't do this. <laughs> Still DRE in honor of the half of the Super Bowl halftime show. But there's like also F bombs and in addition, I'm, I don't I'm, know I'm, about this, sir. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, fella, we're still messing with you. Still waters run deep, still Snoop Dogg and DRE. 99, fella, guess who's back? Still still doing that stuff. Heart Dre, oh, for show. Yeah, check me out. It's still Dre Day, fella, AK, fella. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep home a lot. Because when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock, you hear the 
space from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage. But haters say, Dre fell off. How, fella? My last album was The Chronic Fella. They want to know if you still got it. They say rap's changed. They say they want to know how I feel about it if you ain't up on things. Dr. Dre is the name ahead of my game. Still puffing my leaves. Still screw with the beats. Still not loving police. Uh-uh, well, that seems fair. I'm still rocking my khakis with a cuff and a crease for show. Still got love for the streets, repping 213 for life. Still the beats bang, still doing my thang. Since I uh, left, ain't too much change. Still. War games! Well, I navigated that. From okay. the 213. 213. <laughs> no. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Oh, buddy. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, it's me and Kate uh, on the post show for, for Elimination Chamber. Signs of time on Signs Saturday. Where I won't watch the show and Kate will. And then she'll tell me what happens and it'll be crazy. Uh, uh, the yes. Screen Princess says, the anxiety I had when you were reading that. How do you think I felt? We give you a lot of love for that. Keep cool. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.